When we last left our merry band of Chocolucks, we saw them return to the city of Outset. Navigating through the endless crowds, the crew noticed a familiar face. A ratfolk nobleman they met during their encounter with the Martinet, and is now seemingly being publicly executed by the Tyrant's Guild. The team rushes in to save him, but an amalgamate, a creature composed of different raging elementals all smashed together, ambushed the party and the Tyrant's Guild members. With swift thinking, the party quickly saves Ratfolk Nobleman, fleeing from the battle and returning to Baldrick's house, where waiting for them was a golden skeleton bearing an invitation to a nobleman's party. Now equipped with this letter, we join our merry band of Chucklefucks and another exciting episode of... Alrighty, chat. Are you excited for another exciting episode of Rut Grind? Oh, oh yeah! Hope everyone had an excellent, excellent break so far. Hope everyone had a wonderful week, weekend, day. You're, you're maybe walking to work, or maybe you're doing dishes right now. Maybe you're doing something at your job. However, you're listening or watching everything else. We hope you've been doing a okay. And remember, we're always live on twitch.tv forward slash narrative declaration. And we had some things changed. We're back from Gen Con. You know, we're kind of surviving and stuff. And I've also noticed that my bars here have uh, horribly broken. I'll get that fixed. But um, <laughs> I hope everyone's been having an absolutely lovely time. And I have to ask you guys, have you fed your brain worm today? Oh, no. Don't feed them. We don't have to ask that question, Zoran. It's okay. Hey. All day after midnight. Don't feed them. It's like, have you had your brain? <laughs> Obviously, we've all been you know, playing the Baldur's Gate 3 game. And I have a request. I have a request if, uh, for fans and stuff. Uh, we've all obviously been playing. I already blasted through and played through the game while I was having COVID and stuff. And, you know, just because what else am I going to do? Um, have a request. If anyone would like to help us out, we would love to recreate our Rock Run characters in that game and potentially play it or so uh, all together and stuff. Because I think there's a mod to increase the player limit as well. So we can all have a little hee-hoo and stuff. So if somebody... Uh, is super talented in the modding scene and can help us, like, you know, get like Baldrick's helmet and Oren's wings and all this other stuff. And, and Rahua's tree. Yeah, and Rahua's whole tree <laughs> form. If someone could help us out in that way, uh, that'd be appreciated, you know, and I'll, and I'll try my best to kind of help out, whatever. But if somebody can help figure that out, that'd be awesome. Let us, let us know in Discord at discord.gg forward slash narrative declaration. That should be our URL that you can see or always in the description. That'd be awesome. If we could do that, we would love to play through it because I think we kind of discussed internally. Go like, oh, I mean, I should have like a Patreon exclusive thing, but uh, we would love to play the game and have you all hee hoo with us. But welcome back, everyone. I would like to go around the horn to the amazing players that bring you the adventure rock grind. Starting off with Arthur Rushing. Hi, hello, it's me. I'm, I'm Odo. I'm going to be playing Vina, the Sylph Swash Buckler. Uh, and today, Oh, 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 wait for it, wait for oh, it. Oh, oh, 
Wait for it. So, Discord, she's loading. Today, she exploded. She's loading. Don't you doing her thing? Three, three, two, 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 two. One, one. That saved dies. my internet cut out. There it goes. <laughs> Attempt to dip. <laughs> so if you want to restart, if you want to restart, oh no, we, we you only oh got no. the start went out. So try try one more time. No. Okay. Hi, I'm Odo. I'm, play I'm playing Vita, the self swashbuckler, and today I am I'm inside your gate, and I'm 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 baldering your gate. I can't okay, believe bye. you balls someone's gate. <laughs> I baldered your gate, Zorin. Next up, we have the ever-lovely Hokey Crow. That's me. I'm Hokey Crow, and today I'll be playing the funny little, he's very, very small, Tree Man Rahua. And I'm sure he'll look the part for this fun gala that we are no doubt going to make an impression at. <laughs> Of course, our next up, our ever cylindrical terrorist, Arendil. Hi, my name is Arendil, and I play as Baldrick Weathers, the uh, alchemist. That's not a class that's in D and D, so we'll we'll you know that's that's funny. But I I throw grenades and bombs and I blow things up. So yeah, very funny. Yeah. Of course, we have our ever revolutionary, the brain worm lord himself, Speaker D. Hi there, I'm Speaker D. I will be playing Tannhauser, the Magus, who's also a robot, kinda. But listen, none of that's important. Here's what's really important, friends and family of Baldur's Gate. Through the astral tadpole, we can accomplish things far beyond our mortal means. Take him down, he's I speaking too much. Get him down, take him As many worms in your brain as possible. Push him, get rid of him, get him out. Put them in your brain! Take him out. fucking shot! <laughs> and of course, the one who will be orchestrating all the mess of thing, the actual hive mind himself, Thurston Hillman. I haven't played Baldur's Gate. <clears throat> what a fucking look at this, look at this fucking guy. Oh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm get off the stage! All his fucking anyway. Responsibilities. No. <laughs> Hi, that's all. Um, it's me. It's I've been busy. My life is I'm busy. But there's something amazing happened when me, me and you were at Gen Con. Oh, yeah. There, there was some pretty cool stuff that happened. Uh, we got COVID. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the exciting new announcement. COVID. Yeah. Uh, whereas in, in Zoran's case, it was bad. In my case, it was like, oh, my throat tickled for two days. Um, so I was actually pretty fine. But I am sorry you 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 had the bad times, my friend. Oh, yeah, I got shut down for like a whole week, but I still yes. powered through. I still stream just coughing, going, <coughs> you know, like just dying. I don't I don't want you to die. Oh, yeah. Also, there was a there was a Magic the Gathering card heist. Someone stole a pallet with three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Exactly. Oh, my God. It was right. I didn't hear fights. about that. There were fist fights for the Mickey card and all sorts of stuff. It oh, wasn't it the was Mickey crazy. card. It turns out it was it was two guys who uh, swiped a literal uh, pallet full of like magic commander techs. Uh, that was like, yeah, three hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> now, what, what would make this even better is the fact that uh, they decided that while they were doing this uh, this expert theft in a place that is full of cameras, that they would wear t-shirts for the card game they helped design. So that was cool. 
Oh, no. you can that in the news. Well, I just, I just want to congratulate uh, Thurston and Zorin for their successful 300k cardboard car, yes. uh, uh, heist. <laughs> I'd like to congratulate you guys. I think maybe you shouldn't have worn those rot grind shirts, but Shit. you know, I, I think you did a great job, and I can't wait to begin seeing the uh, black lotuses just roll on it. Just, just roll it out. <laughs> roll it out. Roll it out. Oh, and uh, I guess uh, the other thing from Gen Con was we announced Starfinder 2nd Edition, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty hey. Fuck yeah! Fuck Casually yeah. drop a giant project. Uh, you know, it, it's also like it's going to be fully compatible with Pathfinder 2nd Edition, so that's going to be super epic and cool. Um because, like, it's almost like doing this show in Pathfinder 2nd Edition for the last, uh, God, like over a year now, um, has helped me get even more Pathfinder 2e knowledge, which is super useful in my, my current job of turning Starfinder over into Pathfinder 2e system. That's been fun. Yeah, so when a year from now Thurston just shoots us into space, you'll all know why. Uh, or I could just bring enemies with laser guns in, or missile launchers, or, you know, all sorts of fun things that we're designing. Right? Grenades. Grenades are cool. They're bringing a missile launcher to our sword fight. Use a grenade. <laughs> or or when we, you know, have to inevitably introduce skittermanders into the uh, the world of time. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> They're so cute and cuddly. I get so fast. Well, I get it. Thurston loves the meme animals. I do, I do. I would Destroy also him. like to to say that, you know, they can carry three missile launchers, so that's pretty cool. Three? That's pretty cool. Speaking of three that's missile launchers, cool. hi, I'm Zorn, and I, I play the Strix Druid Orin, and just a reminder for podcast folks, we're level eight. We love you podcast people. We hope you're having a good walk, work day, whatever the hell you're doing, and uh, Thurston, what adventure do you have for us today? Sorry, I don't know why, but when you said I, we hope you're having a good walk, like I'm imagining someone cooking with a walk, and I was just very <laughs> amused hey, that, that listening to rock grind. Listening to rock grind. <laughs> um, Please listen to us whenever you're cooking, especially if you're using knives. Oh, also, chat for either on the Twitch, if you're on the Twitch stream, or uh, if you're listening on YouTube or whatever you are, every sub uh, we will give you. Okay, you get something this time. Oh, no. uh, besides of, you know, our smiling faces, uh, you also get a brain worm. We'll give you one. Yay. Yeah, you all Why get do a you keep worm. offering these things we can't deliver on? Yeah, we can. They will get a brain worm. Get only way. It's what they're going to get. Thurston, it's not Kickstarter. Right? If we lie about it, we don't deliver on it. We don't get, like, sued. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, Rahua did do the recap. I already gave you a summary, but if you want to hear his uh, recap and some other banter stuff, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash narrative declaration to hear the whole thing and the Patreon exclusive VOD. But of course, here is the adventure Thurston has for us today. Um, this is a um, a salon viewing and soiree put on by a noble by the name of Sandal Deckland who you heard a little bit about from um, Chamberlain and Nathian in um, two, two episodes ago. Uh, you heard that Sandal Deckland is a, is a noble who is putting on this event, and there are several influential uh, members of the, the city who will be in attendance. And we're looking for, quote-unquote, inconsistencies. 
don't know. I think you're 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 kind of tasked with getting a lay of the land and seeing who you know the the, the power players at this uh, this event might be. Uh, all with the the information that was given to you in advance that Sandal would be regaling guests with uh, tales of the airship he's having constructed for him. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. No one cares about airships though. They are important. <laughs> And Justin. we're gonna steal it. Start foaming I'm at the gonna mouth. steal the Declaration of Independence. The way she's going call to eat that, the Mona Lisa. The Independence is now the name of the airship. <laughs> the Declaration of Independence just gonna be the full name yes. of your airship. Well, we are self styled liberators, so it would track no. and be on brand. Yeah. No, First we can do better collector. than that. <laughs> we can do better than that. Can we? Okay. I'll kill you. We're gonna find out. You can't find call out. the airship. I'll kill you. It's very like Barry's the lead. Uh, yeah. So, so I'm actually going to to hand it right back to all of you as you are in the people's duplex, um, finishing up a lovely meal with your uh, eclectic band that you've you've accrued and discussing your next steps, knowing that uh, you you basically have like. A day of prep here for for your uh, your visit to the salon. So anyway, as I was saying, we all need to get new new outfits, right? That's that's kind of a given, isn't it? Why would we need to wear new outfits? Oh yes, you're hideous looking. You need something nice if you're going into. Or so looks down himself. What's wrong with my outfit? And he's like covered in like sticks or poking out and leaves. <laughs> and there's a wor couple worms. He goes, he like slurps one of them up that come out of his scarf. He's like, what's wrong with me? There's nothing, nothing. wrong with you, Orin. You have that natural charm, that green glow. He's eating a cockroach yeah. right now. Oh. I think that green glow is a little bit of radioactivity. After we touch the elephant foot in, looks at script, episode three. <laughs> I'll be like, I've been glowing the entire time. I told you we shouldn't have stolen the elephant's foot. <laughs> if we're going to find another buyer. Anyway, so do you suppose we should go in disguise? We are still technically sort of. I mean, I haven't seen it ton of wanted posters of us around, but we are a little infamous. I don't exactly have a disguise. Do you have a second helmet? Maldrick's just gonna tilt his head towards her. The empty the empty visor just sort of staring back at her. Do you, no. do you have a helmet for the <laughs> nicer parts of town? Is it gilded? <laughs> it's... We can we can find some kind of mask or a different helm or something like that well you you could you could buy buy a buy a new one off the streets marlene kind of like pops in um in fact they're they're selling them um rather frequently now in the district the the helmets have become something of a of a of a celebrity item oh, bucket helmets sorry. yeah oh well, hey, Baldrick, you're famous. Maybe yeah, you can that... get one in uh, your favorite color. What is you your favorite color? You do realize that's not the point, right? The point was not to become famous? Well, so long as we're famous rather than infamous. 
Can I? We're both. Can I make a narrative declaration? Uh, yes. Can yes, I make a narrative yes, declaration where the okay. people know where Baldrick lives and wants his autograph, but the authorities <laughs> will never find his home? Right. I, I appreciate that you're like, can I do a narrative declaration to just like make this house more obvious? <laughs> All of it's okay with Aaron Dill. We, we've got a big neon sign that says the people's duplex come right in yeah, somebody is some huckster trying has... to be stealthy but you guys continue to be loud as a joke yeah. silence is optional in this mission <laughs> i will absolutely allow you to to spend uh, a hero point or in yeah. to have a giant neon sign and people outside waiting for autographs only if it's okay with Arundel. there's just a big like fucking tourist cart going by with a PA system, some huckster is just advertising very plainly. This is where the known terrorist Baldrick Weathers lives. Uh, it's like Hollywood. Exactly. And, and to our right. <laughs> and to our right, here we see a famous Baldrick Weathers house. Now, he, this man blew up the pawns plaster. Okay, sorry. I, de I derailed all the thing. So we won't do the things. I think we'll go against uh, Baldr Baldrick's deal. And, uh, <laughs> and, I think, and I think Baldrick was, was saying something at the time when uh, Davina. I don't sorry, remember I what I was saying, dude. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry, I derailed it for the bit. Uh, or we'll kind of lean over and go, like, well, uh, yeah, that, that sounds good, Mr. Baldrick, to get you something that doesn't look like, looks at like your helmet, you. And, um, and I uh. guess I could change it. Well, one thing I could do is that I was able to turn into a dwarf last time, so I could disguise myself completely. So... It might take. I might have to go to the bathroom several times to keep up the illusion, but um, I could maybe do it for like. I think my wild. I think my shape lasts for like ten minutes. I think so. He would only have to be there for a little bit. So uh, right. he, he'll, I, he'll be like, well, I could try to infiltrate somewhere and just try to be backup. But if I really need to come in as a distraction, I could transform myself, you know, to look like something else completely. If you're going to expend that much effort, why not just wear a large piece of fabric that covers your wings? Or better yet, transform yourself into a small innocuous animal. Be a service dog. <gasps> That's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Because you have no oh, eyes, no. Mr. Tadhauser. I'll be your service dog. Oh, no. <laughs> Yes, wait, I'm going to have to pretend to be blind. Yeah. Oh, they could easily, we could easily just take those eyes out and keep them somewhere. It is not easy. It's a rather well, complicated process. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm understanding your political beliefs, Tannhauser, I believe people have said that justice is blind, and that would be very on brand for you. I suppose so. But that means I'll have to abandon my outfit for the gala. What a shame. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll be easier to speak with people if there's no possibility that we're recognized as, you know, terrorists. Uh, I suppose so. Tannhauser, in just dejected, just goes to where he's been staying and he takes out the outfit that he had been slowly cobbling together over many years the the full bodied formal suit made entirely out of spent shell casings uh, uh all right all right all right close <laughs> shards uh, and 
Oh, Tan. We all like, cringe. Yeah. <laughs> Tanny, that is, that is a great plan B. Maybe our plan A should be shopping. But I was going to be the general. So for those of us who are a little more conspicuous, what do you suppose we should do for disguises? Oren can turn into a, a, a doggy. Uh, Tanhauser, I don't imagine you can take off your rebreather as it is for uh, breathing. Rahua, you're pretty distinct. You are unmistakable and one of a kind. And Baldric- oh, thank you. You're welcome. And Baldric, your helmet, I mean, people would know what it is anywhere. Exactly. That's kind of the point behind me, uh, what's the word? Not going directly in? Hmm. You could skulk around outside and we can split up a little bit, divide and conquer, but if we are in the belly of the beast, that might be a bit dangerous. Could just wear masks. Is it a masquerade? We can pretend like we thought it was. Thurston, it's not a masquerade, is it? I don't know. How much research have you done on this event? Well, presumably we were told about it and the conceit of it enough to be able to fit Orin reads the invitation. It would say it there. (laughs) There's a theme. They'll probably say. There's there's no masquerade or theme based. uh, If anything, it seems like it is a small uh, social gathering uh, in which um, various relics and treasures of antiquity are going to be on display. Okay. Okay. It's a showcase and or could be an auction later. So we just got to dress nice. We could come up with a story as to why half of our entourage is wearing masks. We do have the hat of disguise for one of us. I just fear that people will be able to see through that. Oh, might I make... Well, if you're going to wear masks, why, why don't you all wear the bucket helmet? That's I feel like that'll be even idea. more conspicuous. No. Then That's not look, a good idea. Then we look like a gang. <laughs> bucket gang. Are we not? We're not. We are, but they can't think about that. Uh, what are you... I'm sorry. I, I tried to contribute. I, I, no, I Crunch. Look, we for, we for love the, your contributions. I, I, if you need someone to craft the bucket helmets, though, certainly <laughs> call me in my my smithy, and I can. I'm pretty down for it being a symbol or something. Eventually, we just have the bucket rebellion. <laughs> you know, the yellow turban rebellion. Now is bucket rebellion. Hell yeah! All right. So, I mean, we could sell the story that some of you are bodyguards, if you need to cover your face. Hmm. Perhaps so. Or perhaps... uh, uh, Maybe we could get a... uh, What are things that are socially acceptable to cover your face in? Uh, Sounds like a society check. I'm I'm asking the group. Cloth. Uh, <laughs> all right. We can all cover our faces in cloth. That's a good start. I'll make a society check. A 23, my friends. Um, I mean, 
In, in Outset, there's all manner of, of different, you know, attires, facial coverings. Um, certainly, some nations in, like, Quan Chi are notable for veils and face coverings. Um, there's, you know, entire, like, you know, there's entire facial coverings for, you know, raiders in Terlim in some areas in the Inheritor lands. Um, masks themselves are also, you know, fairly prevalent in this city. A lot of people use them in reference to, like, the strange stone faces that appear or in organizations like the Tyrants Guild that use masks. Hmm. Well, perhaps Rahua and I, the two least capable of disguising themselves, could go as Tyrants Guild officials. Perhaps the personal bodyguard of Vali posing as our main noble, and uh, Orin, you can be her dog, and Baldric, you can, you, you're, you're, you're her doctor. Doctor? Yes, because you are, you have an illness that makes you blue. <laughs> I think it might uh, be more sensible if I also go as a bodyguard. Orin that raises is true. a hand. Yes, yes We have a nobleman with us who might also have more insight, and he points to the mouse. We all just yeah. grind in place and look at him. <laughs> like, yeah, like five sets of eyes just glowing oh. deep into his. Hi there. Hi. Hi. So would it be believable for three bodyguards to be wearing masks? Well, anything's believable if you try hard enough. But, um... I'm a guessing that's uh that's hmm. can, can I can I ask a question? Yes. Please. What are you um trying to do? We're mostly just trying to get a beat on people there. We're looking for suspicious figures, we're looking for anyone uh, particularly the medics guild seems to be the a target of some of the investigations going on, and then uh, just kind of seeing what we see. Oh, okay. Um, who's who's gonna do the talking? I can. I'm wonderfully charismatic. I'll be okay. a dog. You would make a very good doggy. Thanks. Question mark. <laughs> See how this goes. Oh no! <laughs> it was rolling. The house blows rolling. up. There were pipe bombs beneath the floorboards the entire time. Um. Okay. Um. Well. Uh, can, can I ask um who exactly it is you're you're going to deal with? Uh, it's Sander Deckland. You said Sandal. Sandal Deckland. Oh. 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 Well, um, yeah, you should definitely do the talking. Why? Sandal is a character. Okay, what's he like? Um, hmm. Outgoing, gregarious, loves, um, people. I also give me a perception check. Give me a perception check. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a perception check. This is where I'm kind of hoping for the nat one, honestly. No, that's a twenty-eight. 
Um, he's Tessin here's being real polite, but um, you like you the the underlying tone of like lecherous is coming into play here. Oh, oh, he's like that. Oh well, mm. he's a he's a character. Oh boy. Maybe we uh, should just kidnap and murder him or something. That is a very good plan B. Or it's more like a plan 1.5. Like, it's kind of part of plan A, if we get there. Yeah, like A point B. Yeah, yeah, like Arn A and a half. Arn has no idea how this works. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. But I'll say this. You probably won't have to worry too much about standing out. Um... Because uh, he'll have all sorts of stuff. He likes showing things off. Well, that's good. In that case, we probably don't have to worry too much about the idea of three crazed bodyguards, a blue woman, and a dog. Or whatever animal Oren feels like. But you could be a bear. It would be really fun if I just walked in and we were like, yeah, I have bears. I just own bears. Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that quirky? Yeah, we could do that. I... I have to worry though. Um, uh, our, our newest friend. Um, I have a question. Does this okay. does it does this nobleman like to collect things that are interesting? Uh, well, he uh, likes to show off. Okay. Well, I'm saying we all might need to be careful, group, because Rahua and Orin will tap Rahua. Um, it's definitely ve a very interesting thing that someone would probably like to collect. Are you collect. suggesting Rua is a thing? Sure. You goon. Rua's good honor crunch stands up, slightly offended on Rua's behalf. It's like, Rua, you know what I was meaning. You're a thing to other people, but you're your friend to me. I don't know if I should feel offended like that was some kind of veiled racism. But I've had worse things said to me, so I'm, I don't think it's worth getting angry. You're or, my friend, too! Or in face palms. <laughs> <laughs> Hating everyone feeling like Baldrick. So, it's like, hi. Hey, regardless, I do think that you should special. Uh... <laughs> it's in, along with Gorgamonger. So, I just don't want him to collect some motherfucker. <laughs> no, <laughs> I waited over 20 years of a dragon campaign in a campaign. He will not take this from me. <laughs> and it's like, it's like hey. I just don't want the high wolf wound you. <laughs> and I don't want anyone to uh, basically, you know, kidnap them. I do agree that I, I am a bit, a bit conspicuous and might be odd for those collectors of oddities to acquire. So it might behoove whatever disguise I am given to cover up as much of me as one can. Uh, I can do a little bit of disguising myself, but it's mostly to the extent of my armor and whatever plant matter I can manifest at that time. I think that uh, you should get the hat of disguise. Yeah, we might have some people that can see through it, but... But here's what I'm beginning to think. Friend Ratman... You said that this individual, this sandal, is not the most discerning of noblemen, yes? Um, well, I've only met him once, and he was hitting on my girlfriend at the time, and that was really oh, awkward. Rough I one. see. 
Well, that's very unfortunate. But it was. It led to. Did the Rizlord steal your girlfriend? Oh no, she left me for other reasons. Oh 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 I'm um, oh. Well, you're really better off. And I put my hand on his shoulder. Put that love aside. Love <laughs> life aside, people. Focus, focus. Yeah, All right. Sorry, not important for you to hear about. Okay. Well, I'm very, very strongly resisting the urge to do what we did to pick turn and just lay into this man. You can tell us anything you feel comfortable with. If it helps you, I would be more than happy to hear about your girlfriend. Uh, I'm. Baldrick is going to throw his glass of water at fucking Tannhauser. No, you should suck at him. Well, that's not. That's rather rude. Now I'm wet. Now I definitely need to change. Hey! <laughs> no fighting at the dinner table. You're right. Uh, my point, though, given that this is not the most discerning of noblemen, would it really be all that out of sorts if a talking tree, a strange robot man, and several other people frequently uh, found on wanted posters happen to only slightly disguise themselves and walk in? Do you think that would pass muster, or do you think that this is the sort of person that actually knows how to read and might actually try and stop us if we just walked in? This is outset. That seems like an average Tuesday at most taverns. Thurston, can I make a check to see if that would blow over well with maybe a society of some kind? Yeah, of course. So, please. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. I will also that's, roll society. That's a four. Gives me an 18. Okay. Because I have a society of society. Oh, wow. You're so yeah. good with society. <laughs> I'm so you better not talk society. him out of our shopping montage. 28. Okay, so like, so, 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 Baldrick, you certainly are like, oh, this passes muster, and then like, Tannhauser, you're like, this pass, and then you have this like, moment of pausing and look over at like, your fully armored tank, your half-elven bureaucrat, your rat-folk accountant, and your gargoyle scholar, and realize, yeah, this is kinda, kinda normal for outset, like, th th there's some this is a very uh, multicultural, uh, multi-ancestral uh, city. So The, the, the yeah. point I was more looking towards was we should definitely probably try to disguise ourselves more than just a wee bit. The, I mean, yeah, that was my question. Essentially, what I wanted to know was if we just walk in there yeah. dressed up in fancy noble clothes, mm -hmm. are we going to get instantly arrested like we would in real life? Or you have an invitation. Will we comically so we'd be good? Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Then I'm going to look at everyone. I'm going to say, we are all fools. The power of outset is its diversity. Diversity is outset's strength. Therefore, murderers can go to parties with an invitation. That's us. Let's go get some nice clothes and some cologne and let's crash this party. Uh, Marlene's fair. hand like briefly goes up as a, I would argue that it also has something to do with the architectural marvels that uh, are constantly improving this city. Fuck that party! And he gets up and like knocks things over. <laughs> hey, well, this is my house. Looks, uh, looks sorry, dejected down at like the, the marvels of industrialization. No! Well, the the logic is more that if we, because we are well known in the city, people may be a little less inclined to 
Oh, show give their me an hands, outset law Lord. lore. You know? Check, please. All right, I'm on it. Outset law. Go. That'll be 27. Cool. Um, it, like, it is kind of a clarifying point um, that, that is important here. That, like, you, you, as you're having this discussion, it's kind of bringing to the forefront in your mind, Baldrick. Um, you, you are people of interest and, like, wanted, in a sense, by the Tyrant's Guild. Note that the Tyrant's Guild isn't even the official policing force of the city. They're sort of, like, self-appointed in a lot of ways, right? So... Yeah. If there, if if there, if it was like a tyrant's guild event, sure you'd have problems. But this is not a tyrant's guild event, um, and in fact, you're probably not even on the radar of of the the folks you would be going into at an event like this. Mm. Okay, so that definitely clarifies a lot about what to expect, mm -hmm. like just moving around. Yeah. Yeah. So we wouldn't be recognized. Is the 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 worry? Uh. You might be, Maybe. but like, it, 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 even if you were, um, it's not necessarily like a bad thing there. You've done nothing, you know, you've broken no proper city laws or at least been held accountable for it yet. Um, the, the Tyrant's Guild has mostly had its ongoing vendetta slash issues with you, but those do not apply to like a wider area. All right, then we just get our fancy clothes and move on. Then armed with this knowledge, I suggest we go to the fly store and purchase, as the kids say, a fly outfit. Thurston. I start pummeling townhouse. <laughs> it's real nice having you this campaign speaker. I'm like, oh, you can get the fuck out. Take your brainworms with you. Like, spits it out. But listen, the astral tadpole, though. <laughs> beats the fuck out of you. <laughs> hey, Thurston, can I make a society check to see if there's anywhere better we can go to find better quality clothes than the literal fly market? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. Please succeed, and Thurston, please Wait. say no. We can always go to the Blarts. Blarts? Yeah, Blarts. What is Picturn here? It's all right, it's just six. Why is Picturn here? <laughs> What the fuck? Well, anyway, I've, I've replaced um, Tano's with <laughs> Oh, Victor, you're back from the undiscovered country. <laughs> oh, now he's gone. You're back from the farm where he puts you down. <laughs> oh, shit. Spoilers. They're already at this episode. Spoilers. <laughs> All right, Spoilers. Um, I am chasing you. So a 16 would indicate, you know, in this area, you know, but the fly market's a pretty pretty good place to go for any of your needs. You're a son of a bitch. I know you I know you prodded my die to make it land on a two. Oh yes, like I, I closed my eyes. I know you bumped the table, asshole. I wish we could use real dice. I got some real pretty dice at Gen Con, y'all. I spent Ooh. a lot of money on pretty dice at Gen Con. Oh, As you should. I need That's to update right. my dice collection. Like oh well. Knowing that we have no chance, uh, we will just go to Blotus's, I guess, to get better clothes. All right. Well, da, da, we can da. start there and go on our shopping trip. And uh, we'll, we'll have a montage around town. Blotus's family restaurant has everything that you want. Welcome to my shop as the scene transitions after our, <laughs> you know, uh, commercial break that you could imagine happened. All right, Blotus. 
What are the fanciest clothes you've got? We've got a fancy party to attend, and uh, we need to look. We, we need to eat these people up, you understand? Blotus the fly merchant stares back into you and into your soul, Vina. Um, there, there is a, a moment of, of understanding and a nod. Oh, you need the very best. Oh, yes. We need to be serving, you know? You can't use that word. <laughs> We're not saying that word. Yes, We're just serving. <laughs> He's going to dress you like a maid. You know what no, we mean, right? Lotus, Lotus knows what I mean. Blo Blotus knows. Roll, roll a negotiation to determine Lotus if he knows what he <laughs> Lotus is going to dress Tannhauser like a maid. You are off the hook. Excuse, excuse me, Thurston. Uh, could you please roll for him to know? I'm taking over for a moment. Please roll to have him understand. <laughs> you do know about serving, don't you, bloat sister? Oh, my fucking <laughs> lord. Don't say those words out here. I don't know why it always defaults me to Pepe now. <laughs> Pepe just fucking runs into the store, just, uh, throws a dice, <laughs> leaves. For, for gods of a podcast viewer, sometimes like with Foundry, like I think, uh, like sometimes when there's a token selected or something, you, you take control of a character as a game master, it'll roll as that character in the thing. Every so often, Pepe, her old undead squire, will pop up and go like, "I'm serving." <laughs> See, this one knows how to serve. <laughs> well, you know, um, I, 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 serving is uh, is good. You want a servant's attire? I can help you out. No, that's not what I. Okay, well, uh, you know, we need fancy clothes for a noble oh. party. Oh, you're pretending to be nobles. Well, there's nothing pretending about it, honey. We are so noble. <laughs> Give me a diplomacy check. <clears throat> Oh, of course. <laughs> you said <have> shit. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I have a relatively high diplomacy, so I should, I should hope that I can roll. No, <laughs> I can't. I can't roll a good number for things you, I'm trained in. What did you roll for the podcast, people? It's a seventeen. I rolled a three on the dice. So, like, as this happens, like, one of the flies comes out of Blotus's cage and sort of just, like, lands on your shoulder, attracting your briefest notice. And you notice that the, like, the fly has a little, like, crown and clearly has little noble fly attire. And it just, like, shakes its head at you before flying back. Oh, I don't think that that's the case. But we can help you pretend. Well... What would Sir Flyington know? Laura anyway. Orr leans to you, leans the uh, Vena and goes, I think he just served. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I can can arrange some uh, some good attire for uh, all of you and your builds. Even your friend there looks at Rahua. You know, I think Rahua would look dashing in a bow tie. As, a, as an experiment, can I put the hat of disguise on Rahua to see what it turns him into? Yeah, sure. Baldrick will do that. He will reach into the people's loot, whatever object that might particularly be nebulous entity that it is, and we retrieve the hat him. of disguise. Elbow deep into Venus' hat. Thurston. 
Yes. Does the Hat of Disguise have its own sense of will, what it turns the wear into, or do I have a say in this? Um, all right. So, appears as another creature of the same body shape and roughly similar height within six inches in weight, 50 pounds as yourself. Uh, it's good enough to hide your identity, uh, but not to impersonate a specific individual. Okay. Okay. Uh. Do you, is there, like, do you have some, like, actor, like, you're just now going to indicate that you are? Like, please, please, go tell me what you want to look like in human form with the hat of disguise on you. Oh, so it has to be human. Uh, no, no, it has to be humanoid. So oh, humanoid. It's similarly sized. There are a few humans of that size. That is true. I mean, my de facto is if you put the hat of disguise on him, he was just going to turn into a giant silver rectangular prism. I hate you. Uh, no one would ever suspect an anarchite Kenrasu as a perfect type. That's so fucking good. Ah, uh, yes, here's my bodyguard, the fridge. <laughs> Chris Redfield? <laughs> uh, do I have to make a narrative declaration to appear as Chris Redfield? Um, yes, please. Okay, I'll, I'll spend a narrative declaration to be a very please large mark man. Down the hero point. Thank very you. Well. Chris! Love this lantern jaw. Look, why you seem like you could punch her through a boulder with your bare hands. Wait, wait one sec, one sec, one sec. I I need to um, I need to clarify uh, something, Hulky. It's going to be very important going forward. Okay. Uh, which era of Chris Redfield are we talking here? Ah. Uh, I want, I want stalwart Spec Ops daddy look from Resident Evil Village. Oh, like with the no. with the with the big coat and everything. Yeah, like, has like a width to him that is somewhat unnerving to stare at. Oh my god, he's gonna turn into Mister Sex. Okay, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> Just Mister X in a fucking G-string. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't play, or to be a T-string. Apologize, but thank you. A uh, excellent, excellent. Like T-Bear is. I don't. I don't know. I, I barely know Resident fucking. <laughs> is that anything? <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Um. So with 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 that, um, all all said and done. Um. God, I love you, kids. Um. <laughs> Blotus is now like, okay, we can work with that. It will be costly, though. How costly? What are we well, talking? Do you want the finest of fine? Hmm. <sighs> what's uh what what are, what are the price what's the price range of the finest of fine he again stares into your soul avina 55 gold pieces for the finest thing you could wear 55 what's a, what's a, what's our uh, baldrick pulls out the giant sack of 1000 coins oh yeah Each. oh sure yeah I mean, we got we got we got five of us, so that's. Uh... Would you accept a discount of two hundred fifty flat for the five of us? That's about five gold discount for bulk purchase. Indeed, since we're preferential customers, we would prefer a more satisfactory deal. But given that we're buying in bulk. Oh, a... hold on! I have my uh, five guys card. <laughs> Oh yeah, we do have Five Guys cards. Wait, give me a diplomacy check. Sorry, you can get the Five Guys discount. <laughs> All right, guys, don't worry. My diplomacy—it's not that bad. It's, it's only negative two. <laughs> oh my god! 
Can, can I help? Twenty. Yo! It's a shame. It sucks. Let's go. I just I appreciate like Rahua is like I have my Flife guys cards. Pull pulls it out. Like stares. Oh, that's from Blotus the Dragonfly Merchant. Why are you pulling that out in my shop? Welcome home, <laughs> cheater. And then that's when Tannhauser, yeah, that's when Tannhauser remembers that the Flive Guys cards are good everywhere at all Blotai-based establishments. <laughs> we have Blotus brand loyalty, damn it. It's got to count for something. He pulls out one of those like metal like like push things that like makes a little like ho circular hole in your card. Oh, only a few purchases left. <laughs> two fifty, very good. Hand it over. All right, and I can will we, hand yep. over two fifty from the people's loot. I want to okay. ask: Can we also huck some of the extraneous crap sitting in our inventory as well? Uh, absolutely. Like, can we re can we get a rebate in terms of like that leather armor and the breastplate, and also maybe the potion of swimming moderate that we'd have no use for? Yet, <laughs> keep that potion. Someday we'll have to go swimming. We had to go swimming in the last arc. Well, someday we'll have to go swimming again. Maybe in a new. I arc. can probably make one at that point. Uh, yeah, but maybe you can't. Uh, what things what? are you uh, are you looking at? There's a couple things in here. I'm like, ah, go ahead, sell the essence of Squatchfoot, you monster. No, we're not <laughs> selling that. <laughs> just get rid of them. Let's just pretend he didn't have. We also still have to get Crunch to affix frost to someone's weapon. Someone who actually that has a weapon. It's very true. Oh, I need him to move that around to my other weapon too. Does anyone making use of that plus one striking rapier? Because we could just sell that. Uh, volley. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think I already. I think I already have. A, yeah, I already have a plus one striking right uh, here. To oh. summarize for things to help us out here, um, <laughs> we have a staff, striking rapier, hand crossbow, all this other stuff. Do we all want to just kind of collectively, like, like whatever this frost thing is, which is five hundred gold? Um, we should probably just keep all the potions and sell everything else the best we can. Uh, I would just sell the extraneous weapons and armor. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll do that just to make it quick. So we yeah. could sell the striking rapier, the hand crossbow, the leather armor, and the breastplate, and the staff for zero gold pieces. I'm going to to ask a dangerous question here. Uh -huh. um, yeah, just uh -huh. just because. Um, in selling the, the striking rapier, do any of you have weapons where you don't have striking on it yet? I don't think I have striking. Thurston, I don't have, I don't use melee weapons. I oh, throw no. bombs. I do have a plus one striking Ascoria Turge. Yeah. Yep. So I'm just, I'm just wondering if anyone would want to bump up their melee with a striking. Regrettably, I only have a club, dude, and I just... I mean, I think my crossbow already has striking well, on it. Right? We can take the rune out of the striking rapier, right? Yeah, let's just yeah, just take that and <laughs> yeah, keep yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. what I what I'm what I'm particularly looking at is um, Rahua. I believe you wanted to move Mossy onto your pick arm. Correct. I didn't know if I could. I thought that it kind of occupied the same slot for no, striking and Mossy. No, 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 no. They're they're fundamental. So you could you could take the Mossy the plus one off of your Mossy light mace, basically. Yidus Deletus the mace itself um, and turn your pick with some time from crunch into a plus one striking mossy pick. That would yeah. be part of your body. I think that would be a good move. Are we okay with that? It's a yeah. hundred less yeah. gold. Yeah. Okay. That's, That's fine. fine. 
for for yeah. the purposes of uh, of of me being a cool GM, I'm going to make some assumptions here and just say that Crunch has been working on this a little bit off and on. So you're not like, aha, I have to wait eight million days for this now, because um, you know this is stuff yeah. I would have done in downtime. Yep. And so I'm going to just delete the striking rapier here. We're gonna get rid of that, Rahua. I am going to uh, upgrade uh, your pick in a variety of ways. Uh, basically, just putting the appropriate uh, runes on it here. So give me one sec. Um, that will that will help you. So you'll get plus one striking, and you are gonna get it's gonna be mossy. So just remember, it's mossy. Close. Uh, I have updated that, and I am Yetus deletusing the mossy mace. Goodbye. Thank you. Uh, so that's all updated on your character sheet. Hooray. The next question was, was you did get a frost rune. So what this was, was any time you hit any of you uh, with a melee weapon, you deal an additional 1d6 cold damage on a strike. If it's a crit hit, the target is also slowed unless it succeeds at a fortitude save. Yeah, so who wants that on their weapon? Um, I think either myself or Tannhauser it would be it might, on. It might be good on a ranged weapon. Yeah. I do have Does that though. apply to a ranged weapon? Oh, yeah. I want to ask Thurston for something real quick. Mm -hmm. Thurston, if I throw that onto my alchemical crossbow. It it doesn't work um, in that case because how your, your bombs work are not like considered ranged strikes. Damn it! In a, in a traditional sense, yeah. Okay, well, it was worth a shot. No, fair, fair, fair. Um, but yes, it would be uh, probably like best on Vina or Tannhauser. Um, again, it's going to be who do you think is more optimally set up to do crits? Because the one thing is... is <laughs> Vina. Also, yeah. Vina. Yeah, Vina. Probably. Agree, but not. Okay. Uh, you want to give it to Victrix? She does a lot of crits. <laughs> yeah, oh, get right. her in here. Sweet. Okay, then I will uh, do a similar thing. And just give me one second. I'm gonna... uh, and I think I can just. Welcome to the shopping episode, everyone. Yeah. We <laughs> had we wanted to get the most out of this, and we had a little yeah, bit of so crap sitting around. Pulse pounding yeah. action. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Fine. So for context for podcast people, people who figure this out um, and everything, we have a whole bunch of stuff. We have like a thousand something gold worth of stuff. We get like seven hundred eighty-eight gold and. Actually, we have like seven, and nine. Yeah, for some reason that's separated. Regardless, we got a bunch of gold stuff, and we're like, hmm, now's the best time, honestly, for everybody to honestly like buy some. Well, we could probably do this, uh, manage this next time during our downtime, so we don't have to do this live on a episode. So yeah, yep. let's just equip that stuff, and then just spend what we can on our, our things. And if we want to upgrade our stuff, which I recommend it, because we're level eight now, we should probably get runes on your armor, so your AC is a bit higher. And also start getting other property rune stuff to be like, oh, like things are returning for your weapon if you don't have that or uh, other stuff that does neat stuff. So did anyone um, just so I'm clear, did anyone reduce the uh, the, the gold for the, the purchase of the, the clothing yet? No, not yet. Uh, not, yet. not yet. OK, perfect. I will do some of that. I'm just clearing out some of that extra equipment and basically buying it all for you. So blah, blah, blah. Blah. Get rid of the staff too. Fucking zero yeah, I'm, gold I'm just staff. selling. I'm selling a bunch of this stuff. Um, I'm assuming nothing else in there is what you want to touch, so that's good by me. Yeah. Um, and then I am going to. 
We're we're being good RPG players and we're saving all of our potions for the final boss. Yeah. Yeah. All of them. And then we'll only use one of them and then we'll just have a bunch of spare potions. <laughs> so. <laughs> Actually, here, I'll just let me make this easy on my my brain. Mr. Baldrick, Mr. Baldrick. Yeah. Can I buy this toadstool teapot? Uh, sure. Harn looks at his own money. I don't have any money. <laughs> can I can I clean up the can I clean up the house and broom it some stuff and do some chores for some money? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Clean up some of the damage that's been done. And he'll pass him the money needed to buy the funny teapot. Ah, I, I want to buy a funny teapot. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna Silence. get the clothes and the teapot now. I'm trying to like advance a, a roleplay bit for us to bounce off of as Thurston's doing stuff to fill in the day. <laughs> we're gonna buy the clothes and now a teapot, so we really will be serving. Yeah. Tea. True. Hey, Mr. Bl Mr. Blotus, could you get this delivered to Baltrix's house? You can't do that while Thurston is doing things. Can you email okay. it to, my, to this website? Okay. Uh, since you're a member of the Five Guys Club, you do get discounted shipping costs. Oh, nice. <laughs> all right, all right. I have provided high fashion clothing to Baldrick. To Oren. Wait. To Oren. Uh, to Rahua. And I'll regret this later. Tanhauser. You will. And uh, Vina doesn't need good clothing. Vina can just go in like scrubs, right? right. Yeah, bro. No. I'm I'm just I'm just going completely just 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 you know completely nude. Completely. What? No. That wasn't what I was saying at all. The fuck. <laughs> um. All right. So with uh with your purchases complete, uh you've you were all given. Fine tailored clothing, and now, now I'm going to let Odo um, ask the question that she said she yes. was going to ask of everyone in the pre-show. Uh, Odo, I'm passing the GM stick off to you for a moment. This is the most important part of any RPG, all right? What are your fancy party clothes? Describe them. Who first? <sighs> I'm going first. The rest of you can figure this the fuck out. Okay. Good. Uh, Baldrick's clothes consist of a rather uh, muted in terms of color, but rather well filigreed overcoat that also has a hood. He also has a pair of breeches that are, again, very well embroidered, and they have like this diamond pattern on them. Diamond, red, and gold. And under the overcoat, he has a a rather nice. Oh, what the hell is the word? What's the what's the fucking puffy shirt that pirates wore? You know the uh, one. Poet shirt. Yeah, that. Except that it is a dark red coloration, and he has some boots that go up to his knees. He is still wearing the helmet. Okay. You can see. You can see occasionally there are some. There are many pockets on his outfit, however, and he can he can very easily hide more throwables every which way around it. Underneath the puffy shirt, he still has on the breastplate, though. <laughs> his bulletproof vest under his suit. I'll do Tadhauser next. 
Oh boy! Oh wow! Ah. And while he yawns, oh As no! I yawn. <laughs> I'm so mundane. Oh, 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 his feet! Oh, look at him! He's with his ruffled shirt. How quaint! Ah. <laughs> no, but as impressed as I am, oh fuck! Unfortunately, Maidhauser is not tenable because we have to be. And my original plan was to be Maidhauser. Um, but since we're wearing fancy clothes and we don't have to go incognito, uh, instead, Tannhauser is wearing a gold, uh, gold overshirt with a gold vest underneath, both poxmarked with these beautiful embroiled and slightly bedazzled roses, a large puffy ascot, of course, matching pants and curls inlaid into his hair akin to a 17th century French nobleman. And oh, as I God. describe this outfit to you, you may think, oh, that sounds partially familiar. And that's because we're going the whole Amadeus Mozart, baby. Go ahead and put that in chat. That's what we're looking like, baby. I <laughs> loathe you entirely. Go ahead. Oh my God. Go ahead. Go ahead and show that Zoran the bear. <laughs> Am I having to Google? <laughs> no, he, he put it in the chat. I put it in the chat, so. chat you lumpus. <laughs> you have to understand, I have all three of my monitors filled up with stuff. So, oh my fucking lord. He's full streamer mode. Oh man. He's he's activated the streamer sensation. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. I have to get through so many fucking steps just to sell one fucking image now. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> the grim darkness of the far future. This is a real moment. Here, I have now showing you the chat. Thank God. Oh, oh God. Wait. This is the fit. Oh, there it is. Yeah. This okay. is the way oh, forward. yes. Oh, yes. There it is. Absolutely. It is. Beautiful. Yeah. Gorgeous. Right. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's, that's the Tannhauser Noble fit. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. So as for who are wearing? Yeah, well, oh, thank you for Chris thank Gilla you for wearing. volunteering me. You're welcome. Have you were voluntold to provide it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is this is for you know Odo's GMing, you know class. So exactly. So for Rahua's fit, given his theme as a cleric and the fact that he's in disguise right now as a human. Uh, Rahua's outfit is similar in structure to what one might see on a cardinal, like a member of the clergy, with the long, closed-up robe, the little, like... I'm not sure what kind of guard that is. Like, the little uh, cape-like thing that goes over the shoulders, but kind of protruding because of his massive fucking shoulders. Uh, but on the fronts of them, on either side, little onyx brooches with small... Fancy purple tassels coming down. The outfit itself is uh, in whites and golds. Uh, and other than that, a few little pieces of well, it's, eh, costume jewelry. We aren't quite that bougie to have actual jewelry like that. But little anarchite fetishes around to kind of say, hey, I'm, I know my shit. <laughs> I, I'm in this church, by the way. Uh, but Alongside that, a 
Venetian-styled mask to cover up part of his face. Why he has that, I I don't get. I guess it kind of doesn't matter because it's not his actual face, but I feel like it adds to the mystery of this large, imposing bodyguard. <laughs> Hell yeah. All worn by Chris Redfield. Very good. <laughs> the Pope Field. I All right. I kept trying so hard to find a Google image the entire time and I couldn't find it. But um, at least for Oren's outfit, it's going to be like, they, like people know how like uh, Viking tabards look like or so and Viking cloaks. Basically, he's going to basically get something that has like nice embroidery on it, like onto the bottom bit and for the waistband, he's going to take his scarf, uh, his very long scarf that has all these different designs and things on it. He's going to wear it kind of like, like a belt and he's gonna slide on that way, but he'll have like also a shoulder cape, but in, instead of it, it, it being very plain, um, Oren, I would like to like potentially do like a nature check or do something druidic like um, to basically uh, have like vines and flowers come up from it or so. So it looks like he's like having like this like beautiful kind of like uh, flowery vineyard on his shoulder and he will also come up to Vina He'd be like, like, Ms. Vina, could you help me with something? Sure. He'll open his hand up, and as he does so, his wooden hand will kind of start sprouting flowers or so. And Orm will go, like, can you help put these in my hair and braid it up so it's all kind of contained? Because he'll put off his hood, and you see he's just, just long, wild child, like, corrupted, like, hair. <laughs> you know, and he's like, can you help, like, pin it up and stuff? Like, like... Like my mom used oh. to do it, you know, whenever I was young, but I just need someone to kind of like braid it up and stuff where it's nice and, you know, and put some flowers in it. Oh, of course. And I'm going to uh, spend probably an inordinate amount of time just with a brush, just like trying to yank it through his wild ah. child hair. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, stop screaming. Ah. You're so tender headed. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, braid up, braid up the little flowers into his hair. Yeah, so he's all flower braided, haired up and stuff. It's all kind of more contained and has the uh, flower shoulder cape. And he's also and he's wearing uh, just kind of like a nice um, maintained like linen Viking um, like tabard kind of thing. Of course, and with, uh, you know, like with some boots and just nor and, and some nice like tight leggings or so to go under the whole deal. And uh, they'll kind of like make the fit basically at that point. That's the awesome. best way I can describe it. That's awesome. I like it. Excellent. I dig. Beautiful. Majestic. Yes. Uh, that would only leave uh, myself. Uh, I would feel bad describing anything besides Tatel's beautiful painting of uh, Venus formal wear. Because, uh, God, this painting's so pretty. So, so pretty. Um... So yeah, I guess I guess the Tutel did all the work for me. <laughs> um, now describe my partner's fan art in excruciating detail to the audience. I will. It is, <laughs> it is a beautiful sort of deep, uh, just deep blue dress with these kind of puffed sleeves. It's got this... Um, Oh my god, what's the term for it? It's um the the type of fabric. Oh my god, I'm it's I'm like frilly I'm fabric. 
No, it's it's not necessarily frilly. It's it's a type of fabric. The yeah, I'll um, put the fan on screen. Here we go. Yes, the the patterned fabric that's got these very subtle. Uh, kind of dark blue embroidery on this deep kind of sapphire blue dress over which there is this purple uh, and gold embroidered vest, a uh, similarly filigreed corset of kind of a deeper kind of almost black with the gold trim and gold threads on the front. Uh, everything is trimmed in these sumptuous white ruffles. Underneath the dress, there is this uh, very poofy white petticoat uh, and a pair of high-heeled black boots. Uh, the sleeves poof out a bit and uh, end in a little ruffle around the elbow. And my one amendment is that she would probably somewhat begrudgingly ditch the hat and instead would um, wear her hair in this kind of long, uh, singular, thick braid with the uh, feathers kind of stuck behind her ears. And of course, decked out in rings and piercings and all of that jazz. Very nice, very nice. Very fancy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, nice dress. <laughs> yeah, thanks, bro. Yeah, no problem, bro. Fist bumps. <laughs> Wanna go lift? Oh, God. And then they go <laughs> lifting all day. Uh, yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, bro. Bro. Work harder. Brocade. That's what it's called. Brocade. Thank you, chat. Oh, gosh, that gives me flashbacks. That's a type of, like, network router in IT, and they're terrible. Sorry. I keep really? thinking, of the, bro- I keep thinking yeah. of the brocade vest from fucking Oblivion now. Thanks for reminding me to install Oblivion <laughs> and play it again. I put on my Colovian for Helm. Well, that's her outfits, Thurston. It is. Yeah, it draw is. them all it right is. now, chat. Okay, yeah. Banart, right you're on this. All right, so with all of that, you've now, you've now purchased. I want to... Um, Note the effects of the uh, of the the clothing you've purchased. There is a mechanical benefit here, which I'm going to inform all of you of, because uh, I don't know if Foundry Uh-oh. will do it automatically. So, anytime you use diplomacy to make an impression, you get a plus one item bonus on the check. Neato. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, all right. So, with all of that being said. Um, it takes about the better part of the day to get everything, you know, assembled. Somehow Blotus is, again, having read into your soul, Vina, and, you know, perused the souls of the others in your party. Um, you've uh, got away with all of your your, your wants from, from Blotus's fly merchant shop and managed to, um, you know, sell off some, some equipment, return back to the people's duplex where Crunch has been admittedly at work uh, doing a whole bunch of uh, re, uh, reshifting of various um, various runes that you've been in possession of. Um, sort of. I, I don't know how he would have upgraded uh, Rahua's pick uh, without Rahua being there because the pick is part of Rahua. But we're just gonna we're just gonna say that that's a that's a thing that happened and Crunch was ready as soon as Rahua came back to uh, begin applying magical runes to Rahua's arm. Uh, along with that, the frost rune has now been in, in, uh, placed into your rapier volley, so that will be a change as well. Um, and and so like the, the the vast majority of the day has has gone by um, doing all of this doing. Uh, mm-hmm. You know that the sort of the, the journey to reach this location in um, the Prince's Palaster takes a bit of time, so you're going to you know have to head out, uh, which you do. 
um, the the location that is sort of marked, and you know, you don't need like too too fine a you don't have to make a skill check or anything to find it. Um, it's a two-story structure um, that is rising up around one of the sort of outer edges of the Princess Pilaster. It has a lovely overview of some of the city, um, and you you can see it upon your approach. At this point, um, as you you now are starting to see more of the um, more of the Princess Pilaster district here. I'm gonna bring us over. Uh, as you exit the ponds and come into the central area that is the Prince's Pilaster, uh, the buildings here take on a, a much sort of higher uh, higher state. Um, there's a lot more, not I would say modern, but a lot more updated building styles and structures here. They are a lot more um, closely condensed together, as as an example. Um, and and these buildings are all again just building off one another, constantly rising up around each other. You find yourself. Um, generally bereft of the tyrant's guild influence where you might see the occasional abaser or troop in the pond's pilaster uh they they are nowhere to be seen here instead you what you you tend to see more of walking through this district are the city's um more trademark skeletal legionnaires these uh mindless undead that are programmed but you know have existed since the time of the prince's original conquest of the city uh the the kind of eternal remnants of his army who fell in battle or fell after they you know after their conquest reanimated and utilized as defenders they they maintain the peace here and they take no interest in you as you travel through this area nice. um, so so you 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 carry on through seeing all of this you eventually come to to the structure of note um there are several of the skeletal legionnaires outside, and then there is a a slight um uh, th not like a hunched uh, fellow, but a kind of sort of well dressed individual who is uh, standing behind a small uh, podium near the door, clearly doing like list checks for invitations. All and right, that is what you approach. Well, guys. Game faces on, ready to socialize. This is gonna be harder than anything we've ever fought. Orin goes through I... different types of faces to find a game face. You got it, you got it, I believe. I somehow sincerely doubt this is any worse than the uh, myriad fights we've had, but sure. Then clearly you've never socialized with nobility. Correct. I tended not do that. He pats his, he pats a pocket where you remember him stuffing an alchemist fire. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to uh, approach the uh, the uh, doorman and hold out our invitations. Uh, the five of us are together. Hmm. Let me look. Hmm. 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 Giving a winning smile. Yeah, like looking down, looks back. Hmm. An award-losing yes. smile. Yes. <laughs> Spampton. I'm not rot too anymore, so I don't smile with my rot like dripping black teeth. Yeah. <laughs> looking like Takashi Six Nine, but rotten. True. A Miss Vina and guests. Yes, very good. 
You will go in through the main door. He sort of waves. Uh, There is a set of large stairs that will lead up to the second floor. The display gallery will be on your door to the immediate left. There are a set of double doors that lead out to a balcony as well. Uh, There is a bar, complimentary drinks, and Mr. Deckland gives you his esteemed regards for coming if he does not have the time to converse with you. Thank you very kindly. All right, and we're just, I'm just going to shuffle right past him inside. Okay. We're going to go in. Unless there's anything else to see out front. Actually, I would like to take a quick perception if I can, Thurston. Yeah, uh, absolutely. What is the state of the street surrounding us? And is this guy the only person out here? Like, is this a, is this really like a private party? Yeah, you can give me a perception check for like more details, but um, yeah. you can like, you, you can see around that there are, citizens who are you know moving back and forth with with a fair amount of like you know regularity i'd say and we Um, are where again the princes the princess blaster the central blaster yes Uh, works for me really low lately uh 16 uh, a 16 is enough for you to sort of get what I what I just explained in terms of the, the number of people. Um, however, you also um, get the impression that there's probably other defenses in play here based on, like, the, the type of event or at least something that could come in relatively quickly. You're not able to pinpoint where the, that might come from, whether it's magical, whether it's, you know they've rented a building to two houses down and like a SWAT team can come out. But this certainly seems to be more like welcoming than you would expect. Well, he hasn't been in the Prince's Palaster before. And frankly, it's way too clean for his liking. But uh, we're here, I guess. All right. So, uh, Vina, are you going to kind of lead the way in with you and your four companions? Sure, I'll I'll take point. I've got the highest charisma, I think. Yeah, so there is a 20-foot wide staircase that leads up um, to a second floor of this structure. At this point, you can see that the the floor here uh, is entirely draped in red velvet carpet. There are plants um, that have been... strategically placed around there are massive sets of doors here again like in some cases we're talking like 25 foot wide doorways um they are utterly immense and gilded and the ceiling on the second floor rises up probably 50 feet um it's it's incredibly impressive and as you sort of enter you can hear commotion um coming from uh Coming from the west as you you ascend these stairs, there are two sets of these large doors, both of which currently appear to be closed, one to the north, one to the uh, northwest. And then further to the west, you you see a um, another set of doors uh, that are that are currently closed, and then a um, the, the the barest hint of an open doorway. I'm going to activate this. You should have vision on this scene that I'm giving you. Oh. Um, and you are yes. in the bottom right corner, um, and you can kind of see this this impressive. And so I'm going to ping on the map again to the west here. There's sort of this open doorway that you kind of see the barest hint through, uh, and you hear commotion and like chatting. And... Hmm. All right, so 
we check out the main room first and then uh, get a good look at whatever rooms he's keeping sealed off, huh? Fine by me. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll go toward the open door first, where all the commotion's coming out of. Feel free to maneuver yourself as appropriate. There we go. Yeah, it's just kind of nice in here for once. All right, actually here. I'm going to uh, strategically maneuver some of these tokens, mostly Oren. Okay. And heck, Who's we'll that move. tree in our party? I only oh. recognize Chris Redfield. Okay. <laughs> excuse excuse oh, me, Vina Bean. You know my, my name is Chris Breadwood. <laughs> I see the motherfucker. I see that motherfucker playing the piano up there. Okay. <laughs> if I All see right. that motherfucking cat one more fucking time. <laughs> All right, everyone. As as you you turn the the path here, uh, Vina, with your with your group, uh, you come into a large, uh, an impressively massive room. There are several things that strike out at you as you as you turn the corner and see all of this. First of all, uh, Vina and and some, several of the other party members. To your immediate right um, is a large. Um, floating, tri like double triangular, almost diamond-like shape. Um, it seems to be a larger version of something you saw in the swamps of the solitude. Um, the like, like a, a larger version of one of the the Vinku perfectites that floats in the corner of the room. Um, oh yeah. Then there is a oh. a chest of ancient goods. In fact, you recognize this chest. Um, in fact, most of you would. I think everyone but Rahua. Um, as the same style that you found inside the Perfectite Cube in the Swamp, specifically um, that sort of like Prince's Legion era equipment. Like this was one of those storage crates you saw there. Um, now, further up, there are several individuals. Um, first of all, um, there's a large statue that appears to be something you've not seen. It looks to be um, some sort of um, like almost a, a like silvery brass statue of a uh, of, of, of a individual standing. It's, it's it's incredibly large. Like we're talking, you know, like probably thirty feet tall, if not more. Um, and this statue uh, has one person in front of it. Uh, the statue itself uh, depicting someone in sort of um, some kind of foreign attire, and you're not too sure. You'd probably have to give me a society check, but we'll get to that. Um, kind of looking up at the statue is the same member of the Tyrant's Guild you saw in the Apple Cart Square, the Infilium, who stands there um, looking over this, uh, this, this statue, and then, like, their head turns to, to see as you sort of all enter the gateway. There are no other members of the Tyrant's, Guard, uh, Tyrant's Guild here, but you see this, this Infilium who just turns their sort of golden armor and brown cloak with these sort of fur line and this, oh, sorry, entirely like face covering mask turns to see you uh, and you recognize this figure from the Apple Card Square. Then there is another uh, individual who's at the bar who is uh, currently... Uh, you're not sure if it's a large dwarf or a small, like, 
human, but he definitely got like a lot of stature to him. Um, this this man with a backed white hair, big white beard, um, and and a pair of spectacles. Uh, he is is just giving this like raucous sort of. Um, description of some event his hands are in the air um then further down there are other individuals um and you start to see various characters in here so first of all the the individual that you uh you see at the bar uh i'll just i'm gonna start sharing a bunch of art so this is the the white-haired individual oh um, then further down, uh, just past the bar, there's a circular table in which there's a gaggle of uh, what appear to be upper class notable uh, nobles. But there is someone standing on the chair um, who is again also doing this ex like strenuous display. It seems that this 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 um, this white-haired, bearded man and this this other individual might be having some like back and forth discussion or not discussions, but like attempts to sway. Uh, um, visitors and and sort of the the meandering crowd here um this is very clearly a gnome in one of the most ridiculous outfits you've seen um and he stands atop the chair uh with a cane which he's waving around um and you just hear this high-pitched voice as you enter the room and was the greatest discovery I made that week. Oh, but there were many other weeks, friends. Um, as this gnome continues to to discuss and speak. And then um, further, even at the far end of the room, taking up an entire couch by himself, leaning back in it, um, is someone talking to, to you know, some almost, um, like, supplicant uh, members of the crowd who've come to give praise. This person leans back, arms stretched, occupying the entirety, the entirety of the couch. Um, even from the distance you are possibly, you know, oh gosh, what, like 50 feet away from the doorway. Um, this individual is is noticeable. Yeah, in fact, it's it's even a bit more than that. It's like 80 feet from where you are, um, particularly by his quadruple chin and the stubble he has as he is basking in everything going on. Punchable oh, man. Punchable man. Yeah, I'll click that so <laughs> you don't do the other thing. I'm like, uh, 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 there we go. Yeah, sorry. I can uh, reshare that if, uh, yeah. I got you. My bad. Yeah. Oh, no, car. Um, and that is the display you see. Do we remember the name of the guy that we had to snag here? Sandal Declan. Sandal Declan, right. Neither, none of these guys seem to be Sandal, except for perhaps Mr. Man, the Man of Many Chins. It's possible well. that that's our man. Well, the only well way we're going to find out is is to schmooze, yeah. Let's schmooze. 
Yes, well, well how, how are you approaching? You're all like, so So you turn the doorway, you see all of these individuals. There's like a brief note from the Infilium who looks over at you. Um, there's a brief note from the, the white-haired man at the bar. The the ones further, the gnome and the um, and, and the man loud, lounging on the couch don't really pay much heed to you or notice you. Um, there are some, you know, ancillary NPCs here for purposes of our session. Like, you can certainly, like, converse with them as necessary but like they appear to be more like standard stock in, in invitees there's the, there is a bartender um there is someone that like a piano a, a little cat boy at a piano um all sorts of individuals here i immediately start pummeling the cat boy no okay <laughs> i use my garage on the cat boy uh, you will i pick him up and take him home okay uh eight feet away yeah <laughs> The hand um, comes down and I collect another member. Baldrick is going <laughs> to briefly address the, the group before we decide to go anywhere in here. All right. So for once, we actually have a sort of common ground with whoever's around here. I don't predict any trouble, so why don't we just break it up, move around, see what we can learn. For once... Idea. If anything goes wrong, someone will usually come to back us up, I think, in this case, rather than, you know, it being a cover-blown situation. What's our signal? Or, uh, I need help. Just a wave, I suppose, would be fine. That'll work. All right, hands in. One, two, three, hoorah. As you go to all put your hands in, the door to your immediate west opens. Ah! And a figure stands there who you uh, recognize of uh, Dita Neeson, the explorator uh, who you encountered in the solitude. Uh, her face lights up as she's now opened this this like lesser doorway to your west, uh, which behind it you can see a room that is filled with additional um, like additional like trinkets and treasures and, and other you know interesting baubles. There's also an older woman that is uh, standing behind Dita um, who has this like very stern look as she has turned away as Dita's left to see all of you and like her eyes narrow this kind of like not elderly but like older woman who um certainly has some sort of noble affluence and her eyes like steely lock with your uh, all of yours for a moment and then she goes back to to looking over the goods and like Dita in her comical like marshmallow-esque um you know exploratory equipment raises her hands and goes oh my friends Eden Austin oh. and oh. Uh, I think with that we'll take our break Yay! Yeah. All, right. All right. Quick break. Right. Everybody go get your snacks and your finger food. Yes, get your snacks and caress your Snack brainworm. Ways. We will see you Eat guys your fingers. I'm going to go pet Woody. He's small. That's how I'm going to turn you all into dice. Finally. Yay! I can't wait. I'm going to roll so many natural 20s, bro. I'm going to roll so many ones, finally. I want so like a true. jokey, like, illusion dice to where you look at it and it's all natural 20s, but every time you roll it, it shifts and turns into one. <laughs> like, no matter whatever the top one is, like, something flips it, so it turns into a one. Oh, no, tournament organizer. Those are my gaslighting dice. 
God, it wouldn't it wouldn't be so sad if that hadn't happened in the last few months with an Eldar player at a tournament. And then Really? Oh, gaslighting yeah, yeah, yeah. dice? Oh, like well no, no, no. The, the the this Eldar player went to some like big tournament. I think it was at Wayland Games. Um where where they like used fixed dice even though Eldar are like were still are obscenely fucking broken in 40k. Um and uh when when he was called out, he tried flushing them down the toilet. Oh but yeah, I it saw didn't that. Work. Yeah, oh, and so the store fished the dice out cuz of course you don't flush dice down toilets. Uh and then they framed them because they're like, "Welp, if we're going to be known for something." Like <laughs> <laughs> framed Sorry. them. Yes. I just want to well be the guy. toilet dice. Guy with yeah, a fishnet getting dice out of the toilet is doing a thumbs up. Like, yeah. Yeah. Also, I you just gotta do what you gotta do. Rua's name in the uh, in in the foundry. Chris Redwood. Perfect. I wasn't kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but we are back in. Some people have noticed us there soon. Oh yes. Okay. So. um I believe now the, the Dita had come out and and is like like very very excited. I do want to take a step back and, and sort of explain mechanically what's about to happen here for for you and our audience. Um, so we have a situation where there are a lot of NPCs, uh, a lot of like characters. Uh, for for again ease of gameplay, what I've done is anyone who is sort of a notable individual, um, I will be. Um, you know what? I'm gonna do this for for all of them now. Um, I'm going to be marking the the sort of notable individuals who may or may not also be the people who have um, you know co co color backgrounds, uh, but also I'm going to give them uh, health bars. So if you see uh, health bars, it doesn't really mean anything. Uh, but if you see start seeing health bars in some of these, I'm going to be turning them on. Uh, that will be someone who you can go and influence so in this case there there is the uh, sort of stern woman in the room next to you that Dita's just come out of there's the infilium there is the man with the white beard there is the gnome there is the multi-chinned fellow um all of that um all that being said how how this works is this uses the influence subsystem in in pathfinder which is a way for you all to kind of not like just make a diplomacy check and haha you you know you make them like you and you get everything um this is done in a series of rounds so in this case rounds uh here are going to be done over the course of roughly 15 minute intervals during these rounds you can take one of two special actions you can take the influence action or the discover action um the influence action is you're just gonna try to make a favorable impression on one of the npcs in here um so what this will mean is you choose one of the NPCs, you attempt a skill check to impress them. Um, DC, all that is going to be, you know, in a stat block that I have for them. Uh, very simple mechanics here. If you succeed, you get an influence point with the NPC. If you crit succeed, you get two influence. If you fail, you get none. And if you crit fail, you actually lose influence. Influence is a party thing. So this represents like your party's influence with the, the individuals here. As you get more points, you might unlock some perks or get some more information or learn important things. Uh, the second action, aside from influencing, is discovery um, or just dis the discover action, which is you can 
spend your your social round basically studying an npc so you might not be directly interacting with them but you'll be studying them this can be a variety of skills typically perception but you can use other ones and i'll let you know like what's appropriate um and based on that you then will learn information about that npc that sort of information can be really important for doing influencing so for example if you just go up to someone and try to influence them with a skill you might go Oh yeah, I'm gonna use um, lore bread making on the Infilium. Well, that might not work, but if you spend some time discovering, you might learn what skills are gonna be like particularly valid in dealing with them. So that's the, the sort of subsystem we're gonna use here. This is gonna be, be the start of you influencing some of these individuals. This is all done like on a per player basis. There's no like rounds here or anything like that. So I'm just gonna kind of go in order to sort of represent how you'll, you'll break up. Certainly I'm gonna give you some time here to, to talk to, uh, to Dita before you maybe uh, break up and go around, but just think about maybe what you're gonna wanna spend some of these, uh, these social rounds doing. But before we jump in, uh, yeah, you've seen the door open beside you. Dita Neeson is there in her uh, marshmallow explorer's attire and her like sort of arms wide and like, oh, hello. Surprised to see you here, but I guess I really shouldn't be. Good to see you made it out of the swamp, all right. How you feeling? Oh, very good. Uh, if everything went well. She's is, like is she smiling. Oh. <laughs> She's no, no, no. She's smiling, just kind of like, oh yeah, everything went well, like yay. Um, I would like to learn her demeanor to basically see if she is too nervous to say more or not. Sure, give me a give me a perception check. Excellent. See with your eyes. Or enroll a three oh. for nineteen total. Um, she's being like pretty pretty cordial, and you know you know that social gatherings are probably not her forte. Based on the marshmallow suit that she's wearing here. Oh. How how about you? Did you find everything out in the solitude that you wanted to? Yeah, more or less. Lots of uh, very interesting stuff out there, and we got our business all tended to. So, uh, you a uh, regular around these parts, or is this kind of a new thing for you? Oh, well, I was uh, coming here to... And the old lady, like, turns back around. Could you please have your conversation outside? Oh, oh, sorry, and Dita kind of, like, nods. My, my apologies, Miss Brokemeyer, and, like, comes and, like, closes the door behind her. Oh, sorry about that. What's her problem? She likes to look over all of the objects we've brought back. Um. Mm. Mind uh, explaining who that is? Uh, well... Her, her name is Miss Brokemeyer. She's uh, a member of the assembly. Ah. Mm. Very, very influential person. I don't know much more about her, really. Has a taste for old relics and artifacts, like the ones that we brought from the, the, the Perfectite siege tower to here. I can see that. Baldrick is just looking through the door at that the, the ominous, the like floating perfectite <laughs> thing. Shape. You you yes. made sure that's um, dormant, right? Oh yes, we're mostly sure. 
Most mostly. All right. Well, I guess we know what our plan B is if things get really violent. We just turn it on. Bad idea. Don't do that. That's a horrible <laughs> idea. Yeah, Rahu is like, we will not use my mortal enemy ass. <laughs> well, I think we've spent enough time sitting in the doorway. Shall we man out? Right. Uh, Dita, are you familiar with the Sandal Deckland? Oh, uh, he uh, purchased many of the goods from BMF. Ah, okay. Could you point him out in the crowd here? I'm afraid we're not acquainted. Oh, yes, and, like, she immediately points to the person lounging on the couch. Largeman. Ah, Largeman. Ah. She nuts. Uh, be, uh, be, be careful. He's uh, very rude and doesn't like talking. Doesn't like talking? You'd think for a man who's willing to throw a big salon party about his latest purchases, it wouldn't talk all about them. Vina, give me a perception check. All right. I think his stance is more of, I just want to just see how fucking rich I am. Uh, that is going to be a 22. Rita, you're, you're like, you realize, um, like, you know, conventionally, Dita's not the most attractive woman. Uh, not really, like, super attractive. So when this person doesn't want to talk to her, you're immediately piecing together the reasons why. Oh, he's a dickhead. Okay. Well, that at least gives us our uh, game plan with him. So, uh, anything else we should know before we go inside? Oh, uh, just uh, that it's uh, good to see you all again. I, I hope to see you when I get back from my next expedition. Where are you off to? Oh, out east. There's some 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 mines out uh, by the by the cliff faces. They, they they say they've maybe found something there. Oh, well, good luck, Dita. I hope it's as successful an expedition as this one was. And, uh, well, uh, if there's nothing else we should know, it was great to see you. Oh, yes. Not going to stay and party? Oh, no, we're, we're getting ready to, to leave tomorrow. Uh, we're going into the Earthen Sepulcher. And, like, she nods very excited. I've never been. I got a, I got a light and, like, presses, like, a little, like, thing on the side of her goggles that emits a bit of light. The Earthen Sepulcher. That was the place we fell into in the first session, right? No. Um, give me nature if you got it. Well, I am something of a nature boy. Yeah. I'm gonna be closer to your mic, uh, speaker. That might low. be possible. Am I, am I better now? Yes, thank you. Alright, great. And that is a rollicking 15. Um, we, uh, we're rolling low today. I mean, I just have one <laughs> to my check. I roll with her. Yeah. Um, the Earthen, the Earthen Sepulchre, like, a 15's enough for you to know, like, the name. Like, that would be the equivalent of, like, the subterranean realm. The dark that is under the Earth. The lands that are dark. The, the underground realm. I wonder what sort of things exist underground and outset. Do you have as many priests as we do in the Inheritor lands? Um, I, I think so. Uh, where I'm going, though, it's not in Outset. It's out east. Mm, I see. Well, the underground here is just the buried city. Ah, yes, the buried city. Well, I wish you safe travels. 
and you have have fun at the party and she like does the best she can do to wave and then you kind of see her like marshmallow waddle off wait hold on Dito one more thing oh, turn I'm like gonna... the most like the, the most like storied turn and it's not that she's overweight by the way this is just like her outfit is ridiculous <laughs> Very large. She is very Michelin padded. Woman. You can roll yes. her down the stairs. The and Michelin she would be fine. woman. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna lean in. I'm gonna snatch a glass of champagne off of the nearest table, and I'm going to hand it to her. You definitely need this. Take it. Oh. Okay. Thank you. Um. She tries to bring her hand to her. Yeah, mouth. I was gonna say, are, you, are her arms too puffed up? She can't bend them. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, like the glass is like shaking off. Yeah, so she has to like waddle and balance the glass now. Now she's having more of a struggle. Oh no! <laughs> oh god! Oh, I didn't think this one through. She gets like a quarter of it in her mouth. Most of the rest is like dribbled down the front. Oh, thank you. She smiles. This is fun. We should do this again. And she turns and like, I've got to go now. <laughs> go on, go on. We got our own stuff to do. I I wish nothing but happiness and joy for Dita Neeson. Well, knowing outset, she's not likely to find much of either. Well, she's going to the Earthen Sepulchre, so hey, you know, maybe maybe she'll find her happiness deep underground. Maybe so. On to the party. On to the party. All right, before we go what? in, game plan. Who wants to talk to who? Uh, you see fear in Oren's eyes. He doesn't want to talk to any of them. <laughs> well, I happen to remember some tricks that I learned back when I went to uh, college, so I could probably hang out at the bar. Very nice. Uh, you didn't tell me you were a mixologist. Well, listen, the best thing you have to understand is that alchemy and drink mixing, although the outcome is mostly different, you know, at the end of the day, it's a matter of balancing. It's a matter of getting everything exactly right. You know, the difference is, I think, in uh, mixology, it's a bit, you know, more safe to drink the outcome. Baldrick, in this moment, I think I'm the closest to you that I've ever been. Uh-huh. He's, he's, anyway. he's very skeptical. because he, he can't just, he, he can't make a rum cocktail composed of rum, 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 Tabasco, <laughs> salt, rum. Sure you I could. Mean, who says? Yeah. You're telling the functional alcoholic that you can't. Exactly. Uh, anyway, what were you saying, Danny? I was saying, Vina, that disgusting man in the corner is likely to attempt to flirt with whoever goes and speaks to him. I was considering introducing terror into his life. Terror step two. Why can't it be step one as well? Hmm. No, if he's our target, I definitely want to get him talking first, see if he lets anything slip. And then, afterward, we put the fear of the old gods in him. Mm, very well. I'll allow you to assign me to whichever reprobate you think my skills most amenable towards. Oh, I'm assigning you. 
Hmm. Well, you're something of an arcanist yourself. I think that the very magical-looking dwarf over there might take to you. I'm sure we'll have a lot in common. Wait, wait. The dwarf or the gnome? The gnome. The gnome. The gnome. Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah, Baldric's going to the bar. Uh, I'm going to go talk to uh, uh, Mr. Sandal. Uh, Baldric's at the bar. Is going there too. Alright, that leaves Rahua and Oren. Who wants uh, to talk Rahua, to the please, cop? Please talk to that fucker and be like, oh, hello! Aren't you wanted? No! <laughs> um, <laughs> no, dearie! <laughs> and and remember, like, on top of who you're going to interact with, there is the choice of discovery and influence, right? So. Uh, I'll have to ask, does anyone want... Orin to basically be this the wallflower who's just gonna look at their dude and give signals of going like hey if not Orin's just gonna wallflower somewhere and like <laughs> everyone else who loves it because Orin is not built for the talking game <laughs> he will blurt out dog he dog <laughs> same <laughs> like me and Rahua are not <laughs> I can intimidate like, that is all I can do so, so I would I would ask that you please just do something that's not going to make everything worse so don't try to pickpocket the cop <laughs> hey Oren uh, yeah oh, you want to go pickpocket the cop uh, uh, will that help no but it might be funny uh, okay. Can <laughs> I roll to throw an alchemist fire at them? <laughs> Alrighty, terrorism has begun. Thurston, I would like to make a narrative declaration to take triple damage because I'm made of wood. <laughs> Alright, Alpha Musa. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to die instantly and get rotten for. So true. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Now you're Chris right now, bro. You'd catch it and drink it. That's right. Okay. So, All um, right. Okay. What Arn will do is that he will, um, he'll enter the room, and that he's immediately going to beeline to this blank because the only thing that looks like nature, and he will uh, just keep an eye on everything. He's just gonna. Um, you have to pick one person to focus on if you're gonna like discover, basically. Okay. I will. Uh, I think Vina is in the most danger of things, so he'll he'll pay attention to. The, the Vita situation, so he'll just kind of like okay. wallflower over this way okay, and be back up. Cool. He'll sit in this Ottoman-looking thing. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure. Okay. And then, Rahua, you're going over by the Infilium? Yeah, so I'm going to go to the Infilium and marvel at the statue. Okay, okay. So He's trying I'm very gonna, hard not to look at the diamond. I'm going to go through... Yeah, he is. I'm going to go through everyone really quick. So I think, Oren, it's safe to say you're going to do Discovery. On. Yes. Um... Vina, are you going to like sit back and do discovery first, or are you just going to dive right into conversation with this man and try to influence him? Um, I'll sit back and listen to him talk first before I jump in. So okay. I'll do discovery. Perfect. Okay. Uh, Rahua, are you like going to engage in conversation, or are you doing discovery as well? Uh, I'll attempt discovery. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Tanhauser, as yes. you approach the gnome. Are you discovering, or are you just immediately going into conversation? I will discover. Okay, excellent. And Baldrick. He's oh, dead. He's dead. 
Erndil is Sorry, I think my internet cut out there for a second. Go ahead. Uh, I heard you uh, guys so, for a moment, and then I was like, oh. Uh, yeah. Okay, so so Erndil, when you approach the bar uh, with this, this white-bearded individual, are you going to do discovery to kind of, like, learn more about them and their preferences and study them for a bit, or are you going to go into conversation? Yeah, he's gonna listen in and approach at a reasonable pace, but he's gonna get the he's gonna get the gist of whatever the end of the conversation is as best he can. All right, this sounds great, everybody. I'm gonna pull up my long list of fun things here. Um, all right, so um, discovery for Vina and Oren. We'll start. Actually, no. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna do this. Um, everyone, roll just a d twenty for me, please. Okay. Oh dear. Okay. Yep. We Orin, got social initiative. Oren rolled a fifteen. For who rolled a fifteen as well? Um, I got a sixteen, guys. Step back. I'm no, sorry. I got a seven. I was looking at the wrong die. There, sweaty. I got a thirteen. All right, so we are going to start this off with Tannhauser. Tannhauser, you approach this table where this gnome is standing atop a chair, waving around a cane, just like just just giving almost a a, a physical performance as much as a verbal one um, to like a, a group of of enraptured um, you know socialites and elites here. And as you uh, approach, I'm just going to share that again. Uh, you're you're taking some some opportunity to sort of assess the situation. Um, you're 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 doing some discovery here. So uh, based off of this, there are two options that I will uh, give you check wise. Uh, you can give me a perception or a society check. Your choice. I would love to Society check. Society. Absolutely. Society. Friday. Haha! <laughs> check it! A uh, three! I'll uh, use a hero point for that. <clears throat> use a hero point for that? Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Ah, much better. That's a 26. Okay. So you come up, and, and this this gnome is again standing atop the uh, atop his chair. Now. For the next month, what I did was I traveled into the wilds of the world where I learned all about the rot. And you see, the rot is just like any other medical malady that can be cured. And I, Punkle Cop the Great, will do it. Now, you see, my plan is a multi-step process in which what we're going to do is we're going to learn about the rot and we are going to begin the excisement of this malady from our entire civilization. Step one involves getting funds, and we're getting there, and with your help, we're gonna get there faster. Um, and this is, like, the the um, level of energy this, this little gnome is putting out here. Um, and what you are able to tell, uh, just from listening, is that this, this individual, um, and I'm gonna, like, along with your discovery, this also sort of indicates some of your knowledge, uh, is kind of like an a, 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 almost like a, a, a new celebrity uh, coming out of the medics guild, specifically um, specializing in 
the field of the rot and combating the rot with with like medicinal um, curatives and, and alchemicals. Um, you uh, you do pass your discovery check here. Uh, thankfully, you rerolled, so good on you. Um, you can choose one of the following. You can learn which skill can influence this NPC and has the lowest DC. You can learn one of this NPC's personal biases, one of their resistances, or one of their weaknesses. The idea is is that biases are you know things that could could cause them to, to to have problems in conversation. Resistances are things like if you take this type of approach in a conversation, it might backfire. And weaknesses are if you take this type of approach in a conversation, they'll be susceptible to it. Um, you can also just say like, "Hey." what's the lowest DC like skill? And then if you say did discovery again, you could learn more of those skills. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, in that case, I will ask for one of their weaknesses. Okay. Um, so the great Ponkel Compt, as you, you listen, um, their weakness seems to be acknowledging like their understanding of of um like medicine and their their specific understanding of the rot as you're as you're listening more to this diatribe that's coming out you're realizing that they're doing it almost as like a performance uh more than like a medical dissertation uh and they just like they seem to react positively when people like you know clap or like you know give that kind of like oh yeah you're right um affirmation whenever they they, they start to talk about any sort of specifics related to like m medical or uh rot related stuff okay cool uh, and this carries on. All right, so with that, uh, we're gonna switch over to um, Oren and Vina together. Um, so a few things happen. Oren, you come and you sit down um, as you do, and Vina, as you approach, you can see that there there are these these nobles who are present around the the man that you have now had identified as Sandal Deckland, but also. Um, there, there is a a like figure sort of standing behind the couch, um, like a, a a cat folk who has like almost like a cheetah esque um, striping. Um, they're garbed in leather armor. They seem to have like weapons. They're very clearly like a bodyguard of some type um, with like sheathed knives, and they sort of like sit semi-imposing like kind of imposingly but behind this individual like some sort of hired hired bodyguard um and yeah so so as as both of you you approach you kind of notice this now i am going to make a role that could change some things in this situation Excellent. I rolled for Tannhauser, apparently. Tannhauser! rolled a 17. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so you, you take all of this in. Um, and as 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 the as you, you sort of see all of this, um, Vina, you recognize you, you recognize that as you're approaching, um, 
this person is the Sandal Declan uh, takes immediate note of you. Just, just, just sees you and like definitely their attention is now distracted. Um, or <laughs> in off of Riverwood looking ass. Yeah, uh, you. Java here. Yeah, yeah, you see, um, you see this like this as well. Um, but then he like kind of snaps out of it a bit um and like goes back to to conversing with the the folks here um i'm going to for your checks and this will sort of frame what happens with this lovely individual who will surely learn more of uh i will give you an opportunity uh, both of you for your discovery to pick either perception society or underworld lore Ooh, i've got uh, perception society or underworld lore yeah I will do uh, I'm not telling there... you the DCs of those. Okay. Do I get a sense that any of them might be higher? Because I do have underworld lore. Mm -hmm. And that is one thing, because I know Orin has a really good perception. So I might cover my bases on that. Is um, that what you're thinking, Zorin? Yes. I'm going to do perception. All right. I'll do underworld lore then. All right. Both of you give me a check. I'm not I'm not a very learned woman, but it's a skill I have. I rolled a, Orin rolled a 19 for a total of 35. That's a 12. Do I want to re-roll that? Yeah. It's a note for chat chat viewers that might not notice the uh, hero point bars change and numbers go down. Uh, the program crashed in the background, so, so sorry for that. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, so just for players, mentally keep account of that, please. Yeah, uh, right now I believe I have... One you have one. Yeah. I have one. Okay. Um, mm, I feel like I should save that for a role where I'm actually talking to him, so I'll just take it on the chin. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So I'm going to, again, before we get into this, um, <laughs> I'm going to ask Oren, uh, what piece of information with a 35, you might even, in fact, that might be... Uh, 35, yeah, that is in fact a critical success, my friend. Okay. Uh, which means you can ask me two of those options. Um, so you could like ask me, uh, again, just to, just a reminder, you can like ask me, you know, what skill you can use to influence this NPC that has like the lowest DC. But because you crit, you could ask that twice and be like, oh, it would be this. And then the next highest DC is this. Or you could ask about their biases, resistances, or weaknesses, and yeah. like you basically get two of those. So you can ask me any two of those as you're as you're sitting down, like watching this individual. Yeah. What basically knowledge based skill that would be best in this? That would be the lowest DC that would help uh, Veen out. Okay. So um, as as you're like sussing out, you're gonna learn that the like the two best things to use against this individual like you want you want both of the the two lowest sort of thing no the that's my first question the other okay, question i'm gonna have yeah. is basically um like i you know sometimes the people who are getting influenced or so might be more susceptible uh and kind of change their things to where if a certain condition is met yeah. like some people like i love it when i'm pandered or yes, like yes. i love it when someone has authority or like knows what they're doing yeah. that's gonna okay be so my you're gonna go for question. weaknesses okay yes. so um the easiest skill um to to use to influence um sandal Declan is underworld lore specifically in bringing up like like his seedier dirtier connections in outset 
Um, his weakness is that you just, and you get this air as soon as you sit down and start watching him converse with people. This man is incredibly vain. If anyone shows deference to him and like builds him up as being great, that will actually reduce the DC of their influence checks. Cool, awesome. Um, I would like to at least kind of like side along by Vina or as I'm seeing Vina potentially just scoping him out as well, or mm -hmm. we'll just kind of do a pass or so by her and just kind of give her this information going like, like yeah he's a fucking asshole who's full of himself <laughs> like talk about his crime stuff gotcha. and uh you're like you're telling like that and then kind of like stand over here on the other side and just kind of enjoy the piano playing and um also is this door on the top right meant to be open or is it good uh-huh it okay. is and uh or will stand up here and notice the balcony on the outside and kind of take a peeper at it but try not to take too much of notice as most of his focus is on Vina. Give me a will <laughs> Oh, God. A will save? <laughs> yeah. The phone's dead. Will. Oren rolled a four for a total of 20. You have, like, this slight panic attack that takes over you. As you look out, like, passing by Vina and then kind of going to, to the base of this sort of, like, raised dais where the piano is, you see this door that leads out to a balcony. Um, and... At the far end of the balcony, standing uh, at the very edge is a figure who looks uh, down over the city and almost like once you make eye contact, eye contact with their back, they turn and you just have this awful flashback. Um, you see this individual with long flowing red hair, a glow, like a, like a, an imperial uh, royal purple cape, um, and he clutches onto a like jeweled scepter. Uh, and the reason you're like taken aback is the last time you encountered this person, um, there was a chainsaw car involved. Ah, this asshole. Mm. <laughs> he ran us over. That Man, we, we got the congregation of the worst <laughs> dudes in outset here. <laughs> um, and so so you 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 have this like moment. <laughs> um like... and Vina, you would see this, but at that exact moment. The quadruple chin man sandal Declan finally turns towards you and is like, well, hello, blue sunrise. Oh, God. Hi. Uh, pardon me. I hope I'm not interrupting anything. I'm not at all. Service high. Not at all. Not at all. Oh my! You service high? Yeah. No. Sorry, Thurston. Go ahead. You, uh, well, you're you're a sight here, and we have a tree over there. And he points to to Rahula by the the statue briefly. We have a tree. He sure is a big man, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. So, what the? What could I help you with? Oh no, I was just listening to you talk about yourself. You know, you're a very interesting individual. You tell a hell of a story. I wanted to peek in, see if I could catch some. 
the many the many folds of his chin compress more as he smiles widely. <laughs> you know what? Just for you, if you want to hear some stories, he scooches over and then begins patting the cushion of the couch next to him, like on the couch, like come sit with me. Well, I I'm going to sit next to this man. Excellent. Uh, and I'm going to put my set my my rapier kind of in the space between us. We will we will return to this in a moment. Um, <laughs> next up in our initiative order of round one was Baldric Weathers. So Baldric, you uh, come to the bar. Where are you going to sit? Where you are? I just kind of moved you there. If you want to put yourself where you want to be. Um, he's probably going to be on the other side, just like maybe yeah. over here. Sweet, 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 sweet. Um, and so, yeah, you come and you you sit down. Um, and you sit down to this white-bearded man uh, talking to some... It's specifically, like, the bartender, but then, like, looking over, like, knowingly at other um, people sitting at the bar who are waiting for their drink. Like, they aren't actively staying. Like, some of them are just coming and going. Um... And this individual, like, just looks, and he's like, you know, I may be a little, I mean, a lot overweight, but, you know, I work 14, 16 hours a day. It's tough. It's tough when you meet. <laughs> Is anyone listening to him? Uh, like, the bartender's giving, like, the occasional nod. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And like you've now like sort of entered, are you getting a drink or anything? Like uh, he'll flag her down and more or less ask what's available for both eating and drinking. Uh, yeah, and she like provides some like various little like you know boards of like charcuterie cheeses. Uh, there's like a lovely little uh, little sampling of desserts in front of you, and then there's all sorts of like liquor behind. Um, and like as she comes and is sort of taking this order, um, this fellow is now like leaning over towards you. Um, all right, for this particular individual, um, there are three skills, um, Baldric, that you may utilize here um, for for your discovery. I will allow mm -hmm. perception, society, or farmer lore. Well, I don't have farmer lore, and my perception is not particularly impressive, so I'm gonna do society. Okay. And hope I roll higher than before. Uh, 23 enough? Not quite. Um, you're kind of like, this, this, this person is like very familiar to you, but you can't quite place it. Remind me what I can do with a hero point again, please. Cause I know you we can, can re-roll and take the, take the new roll. What else can I do with this? You can also use it to stabilize in combat and come back into the fight. This okay, that's not the... terribly useful, okay. but yeah, nothing uh, those are the help two you here. Yeah. Okay. In that case, I will just take that one for now, but not okay. Baldrick will more or less give the man his attention as he is going over the various things available, like the various cheeses and breads and whatnot. He'll get a, um, he'll get a slice of bread with some cheese and an onion on it, sure. A slice of onion. Fuck it. 
he like like at this point as you're sort of going over the cheeses he leans like leans over kind of like past the person who's between you who now awkwardly receives their their drink and like rushes away um she'll move into that spot so we can be less awkward and as as you do so, like this this man leans over and he's like, "Oh yeah, everything on that that plate there, fucking perfect, fucking perfect, except for the truffles. Don't do the truffles. Don't like them. Mm, not a truffle man. Not a truffle. I'm a sausage man. Made my life on sausages. You probably eat my sausage every day. <laughs> See what I did there? Okay, so he is a butcher then." He has that energy, certainly. Uh, terrific. Uh, well, if you don't mind me asking, who am I speaking with? You don't know me? You, like, like literally, like, bashes his chest momentarily. You don't know me? Sorry, been out of town for a while. Lost a look, lost a lot of faces in my mind. Oh, that's okay. I'm more help, Pom. Head of the Farmer's Guild, pleasure to meet you. Sticks out like this grimy hand towards you. Now that I have a name, can I try that society again to see if I, I will, actually... I will give you a follow-up now that you've heard the name. The, the fight in, in Arendelle's defense. If Arendelle, do you have any cooking lore or anything? Uh, I got crafting and I got well-seasoned, but I don't know how much that'll roll. Okay, never mind, because I was going to say, like, cooks and chefs and stuff would would be really have a good relationship with farmers unless thurston so. wants to let me try a an improved check because i have seasoned that's why i'm gonna let you make this second society check all right let's see if it's any better if i learn less i do way better and get a 32 more help palm the name like hits you uh, Morhel Palm is the the head of the Farmers Guild. He represents the Farmers Guild on the the assembly for for the city of Outset. Um, once again, you with that you have a a success. You can ask me um, one. It wasn't a critical success, but you can yeah. ask me one. Uh, like either again, his personal biases, his resistances, his weaknesses in conversation, or what skill would be best to influence him. Suppose I'll ask, this guy like drinks? Um, very, very likely, yes, he he does. But but for like mechanical purposes, because like I can tell you he <laughs> likes drinks, but I want to, I kind of want to give you like which of those things you want to suss a bit more of. So you have a defined advantage. All right. So my, I guess my question could be, might I use a crafting check coupled with season to maybe do something for him if I can get the bartender's permission? Uh, you could tell that he would definitely be influenced by good quality craftsmanship and crafting, especially for, like, foods and foodstuffs. Hmm, very good. Um, and he, again, sort of just, like, kind of does another little light chest bounce. You know, I, I come I come from all over the town. I, I work hard. I get my sausages everywhere. They're great. They're great. Oh, yeah, now I recognize you. Yeah, you're the one who's uh, got his name blasted all over those little chestnut-sized sausages everyone hucks in the ponds. That's right, that's everywhere. You know, I come from Rooks, right? So, it's tough, but they say that anyone can make sausage, but only a true Rooks artist can make great sausage. 
Uh, you and me are gonna be friends. And he pulls up beside <laughs> you. Good, great. Whatever, gonna... whatever, Pokey Boy wants. We're gonna drink. He's uh, he's gonna try and flag the bartender down, and uh, he's gonna just kind of like lean over to them and be kind of like, "I got a question. Mind if I do any uh, drink mixing here?" Like the bartender like looks around at everyone here and just shrugs like I'm getting paid, whatever, everything here's free anyways. Nice. <laughs> Alright. Uh and with that we will cut over to Treeman. Treeman Um Chris Redwood. Um Rahua. Treeman. So you are you are standing by this this statue, and you you have the the Amphilium who is sort of gazing up at it. You come by, um, and there is like the slightest nod, and then like not well not nod, maybe more like a head glance. Like the mask turns towards you briefly, and then goes back to looking at the statue. Uh, you said you were going to do discovery on this individual. Um, so yes. In this case, uh, the the skills you can utilize here uh, that I will offer you are underworld lore, perception, or religion. Let's see, I'll go with religion. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, thirty-two. All right. Uh, so once again, you may uh, you may ask me about like skills to influence this individual. You may ask me about their resistances, their, their biases in conversation. Um, whatever you would like to to know, and then we will get into sort of how they react as you approach. Uh, let me find out a bit more about how to get on their good side. Okay, so you want to know, like, what skill will be, like... Yeah, well, what skill would probably be best for to deal with some... Okay. Um... This individual clearly respects strength. Um, so conviction in oneself. Um, in a weird way, this person is going to be best influenced by intimidation. Excellent. Um, now, as you approach and sort of begin sussing, like the, this individual is like turns. Ah, I see. Have you come to spy on me? Hardly. I, I've hardly come to spy on you. I was just admiring the, the handiwork that went into the statue. It oh. seems as though whoever sculpted this piece really does command their craft well, I, I have an artisan's eye. Not that I would convey that at all, but I can tell they understand the meaning behind what they mean to make. I take it you understand? Apt word choice, considering I have only seen you with one eye before this charade. Well, it should be good to know that there is no need for introductions, then. But I can tell someone of your stature, at the very least, can appreciate work of this kind. One who truly understands what they do. 
and values that. Do you know who the statue is of? My history's a, a little rusty, but... Give me a society check, please, Hulkster. All right, my plus zero to come in a bear. Yeah. Oh, let's yeah, see. Here we go. It's uh, an 11. You have no idea who this statue is. <sighs> like, none. Uh, I don't I don't think I want to hero point this just because... <laughs> I mean, I'm... My tendency is to roll words, and it's a plus zero. I, uh... You know, I can't say I recognize it from this angle. It is one of the merchant lords of the distant, forgotten nation-state of Ayada of Quanshia. This merchant lord sold his citizens into servitude for many years, selling their works and toil to other nations until other nations realized there were several generations of the city-state in debt. Now, why would someone go out of their way to sell their own people the slavery to another surely not, they would have put them to use in proving their not, own land not slavery they sold their works and sold their efforts they outsourced their entire nation's work for the creation of others their nation declined as a result imagine if you will a city where all of the industry exported outside, where all of the art was sent outside, purchased by others. Do you know the irony of it, though? Do tell. This statue it depicts the merchant king of that time in his greatest, most illustrious form. The citizens made it for him out of adoration for him, not knowing that in time, when he was old and frail and barely clinging to any sort of notion of mental health, that they would all have nothing. They venerated him as he sold them out. And by the time they realized it, he had no life left to care about. It is a shame, then, that they lived and died by their own conviction. The work of generations of artisans all, in one way or another, beast of no nation. What could have been something that kept to themselves and made them a beacon among their peers was claimed, sold off, auctioned, until there was little of worth to speak of. But all the same, they never lost sight of even if it was their own ruin. 
It's a kind of conviction you don't often see amongst too many people these days. Not of any repute, eh? Mm. Alright, I want everyone to roll me a d20 again, please. You got it. Time to throw that dodecahedron. Let's get it! Ooh, 19! Ooh. Natural 20? 17. Okay. Orange Why is this the one where I get a nat 20? Because life is pain, I hate. <laughs> because with that nat 20. <laughs> I have to go first. Yeah, don't be don't be shy. I like sharing. Uh, you know, I'm a sharing kind of guy. Can um, I get his roll? <laughs> no. Make sure you're muted, brother. <laughs> um Vina, um, you have an option. You can continue discovering or you could try to influence this individual now that you know a bit about them. Okay. Um, well, I think first and foremost, I'm going to spend one round just kind of gassing him up and making it to where he would be more inclined to just drop sensitive information with, like, no pushback. So I'm going to sit and listen to his story and I'm going to try to look so engaged. I'm going to try to look up and just be like, wow, this is the coolest shit I've ever heard in my life. Just like nodding along and just, oh, wow, you don't say. Can you tell me more? Yeah. Um, okay. So, <laughs> um, so you're going to kind of do more like light discovery here, like sussing him out just a bit more. Yeah, I, I more I more want to just start ingratiating myself, kind of really, really just gas him up, make him think very, very highly of me, or at the very least, um, make him want to continue spilling his secrets to me. Okay, so if you're if you're like looking to start the start the let's pump him for information and let's get him like going in that like that's kind of what these this influence system is is about, right? So yep. if you're wanting to go that and like get get secrets spilled, that's where you got to start making those influence tests. All right, and basically I'm start be like, yeah. All right, so what skill would you like to use to influence him? Uh, I would like to use deception. I would like to okay. just sort of flatter him endlessly. Oh yeah. All right. Roll it up. Alrighty. Um and Natural I don't think my lie to me feet Natural comes here. One. Oh, don't manifest that. Natural uh, one. Natural one. Natural one. Natural one. Natural one. Natural one. No, natural one. No, natural one. No, human Don't manifest that, you Oh, it's always uh, it's it's low, but... 19. Oh, do I want to... Mm. Hard to roll much lower. Yeah. It is hard to roll much lower, but not impossible. You have, um, at best, a 10% chance to roll lower, I think. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's important. I, I don't think the DC is particularly high, but I would like to edge it over 20. Also, I think the so, yeah. bars are working yet, so thank you, Sonosu. Helping oh, based. That. Um, so you should have one left. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to hero point it. Um, I, I don't know if I'm going to uh, regret that, but here we go. 
<laughs> it's a 20. Hey, I got, I, 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 I got to a 20. It got to a 20, and that's the, that's a better threshold. You know what? Sure. <laughs> I... Okay. So you sit down, and like I just assume it's like big smile and nodding as he's talking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh gonna gonna have this big construction done for me. I'm so excited. We're gonna it's gonna be the biggest, best, fastest, most luxurious turns to you. Did I mention biggest airship? Really? Can you tell me what color it's going to be? Oh, I haven't decided yet. You know, there's all sorts of paints and shit I could put on it. Right, well, where I'm from, airships yeah. are really important to my people and my culture. Could oh, you yeah, make it really? Blue for me, it would be beautiful. You, you like blue. But what's your favorite color? You. I'm gonna make you hate this man so much. You're oh, my my hand is twitching on the initiative roll. My favorite color. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. His hand is edging towards your thigh. Keep going. <laughs> my mama said I gotta go home right now immediately. My mama said, said right, goodbye, speaker. Go. Enjoy go. being she in house. the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me more about this airship's construction. What? what oh yeah, we used it? wood on it. Wood. Great wood. Oh, yeah. Great, great wood. You know, I've yeah. heard of the great woods. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, only somebody who's as rich and influential as you could afford Great Woods, I'm sure. Can, does Orin hear Great Wood? And can he, like, from the oh. distance, be like, don't talk, that's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> can I do a nature? Like, don't, it's, he's, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay, I'll do a nature check. Plus 18, let's go. Listen, you think this guy's smart enough to know that that's not okay. a thing? Roran rolled a total of a 29. <laughs> yeah, you can, get, you can give me a nature check too, Volley. Or Vina. <laughs> nature check you see yeah, yeah. oh well that's a that's a great roll for me that's a plus zero so that's a 10. you've never heard of the great wood before has, you know has Orin heard of the great wood <laughs> yeah no it's like waving for my no no it's a trap no yeah. don't ask him about the great wood yeah, no. like, nah man this 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 is not our show <laughs> like, this is not what we ask on, on rock grind <laughs> like does does or know if, if the guy's like it's is it an actual fucking component or is he just bullshit like yeah wood's great and he has no fucking clue he has is no he talking about a component clue. or is he talking about a component yeah, like, okay, Orin signals that the Vena going You're like, like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's don't, not a thing. Don't, 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 don't. He doesn't know what the <laughs> fuck he's talking about. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm giving you NPCs, y'all. <laughs> we literally asked for NPCs, and we're getting yeah. them. You know what? I guess we sure, we asked, and you sure delivered. 
Um, so, so with, with, with that, uh, yeah, he's just like, yeah, yeah, wood. It's great. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, no. He turns to the assembled people who are still standing there awkwardly and with no sense of shame says, yeah, you see that? She likes the great wood that's in my ship. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even realize you were doing that. <laughs> Orin vomits at a nearby plant. Uh... This is what it's like to be an adult, people. Yeah, we have to deal. Yeah, this, this, this is this, this is, is society. This is, it. This this is society. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you sit down on a couch next to <laughs> Rayloff of Riverwood plus two hundred pounds, and sometimes he jokes about his cock. You just that just, just, just happens. Yeah, that just happens every day it's in adult life. life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do I get to make another roll to continue, uh, like sussing out what he's doing, or is it the end of my turn? That is oh, the end, and that. you can tell. Okay, thank you. you can tell. <laughs> I've never seen someone want to end a roll day so quickly. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, excellent. Beautiful. Uh, next up in the, the line, Ruhua, we come back to you. Uh, you can you can keep conversing with this individual. Uh, again, you can do more discovery. You could do an attempted at influence, or you could just fuck off and go talk to someone else. As Tannhauser is now moving around, edging, having started the first round and now ending the second round last. Mm. <laughs> I'm I'm I gonna feel, stick. I feel bad for Tan. He's gonna wait so fucking long. <laughs> I I gotta wait so long and talk to a guy that I'm sure Tannhauser will have a lot of interesting dialogue with. <laughs> <laughs> It'll all be worth, worth it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, surely. It surely. Does let, going last lets you pick where you want to go. Maybe you want to join the Great Wood conversation. Um, Rahua, why, what is... why wouldn't I? Yeah. Rahua is going to stick around and continue conversing with them. Uh, I'm going to. Discovering go or for, influencing? Uh, influence this time. Okay. What are you. Uh... What are you um what are you going to to use to influence here? I'm I'm gonna use intimidation, but I'm not sure if I should roll Yeah, I mean I probably should roll before yeah, I yeah, bother absolutely. speaking. Yeah. Yep. Alright. Oh, that's hey, well, we're gonna hero point that. Man, it's awful today. That's it, fine. Is, I'm gonna yeah. hero point it. It's only a it's a fractional chance to roll worse. Literally a five percent chance. Uh -huh. Wow! You, what also, the you fuck? also you also only had a five percent <laughs> chance to roll uh -huh. one better. We're gonna die okay. here. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, with any luck, that's the second time you've rolled one higher on the subsequent check. Um, Zero points are beans. <laughs> wow, I know. Um, so how how do you how do you not really intimidate this individual? I guess Rahua may not be trying to intimidate. Like, that might have just been how his words would have come across, but he's just going to talk at him based upon the continuation of the conversation. Okay. You know, it is surprising that someone like that would... He's starting to slip away from his disguise a little bit. It's surprising that they would sell out all of their... their resources and, you know, stick to their guns, I believe the expression was. But... 
At the very least, they never compromised on what they believed in. It's something that one might see in someone, a leader, such as the one who sold them into ruin. Now, someone like that may be a good leader to his people, but to everybody else, wasn't that good of a leader for his people. They had the vision, but they lacked the knowledge to truly make something great. At the end of the day, failed to see the forests for the trees. Was that a pun? Oh, I, I get that. No, that wasn't a pun. All the same... He lacked the tact or authority to really make a difference other than, well, works of art that would far outlive his own people and his culture. It wasn't anything of substance, nothing beyond hallmarks in the endless march time for people like us to marvel at and ogle. Where are they now? Nothing but ruins beneath the sand. And Tell these. Me, is this how you justify working with terrorists? I fight for reasons. reasons known to myself. But above all else, something to rail against the edifices that I come to know. Not with any sort of just wanton abandon like anarchy. Well, well, maybe a little like that, but whatever will keep the flames alight against stagnation as I'm sure you have seen in the lands outside and even the lesser privileged areas of outset stasis is, is death something is that will oh of course why would you one, say that one cannot stay the same forever if it if the beast in the wild would refuse to change, then, well, at some point, the wily hunter will inevitably catch up and see it mounted upon his wall. But what it if might... the people are behind walls? What if those people are well-fed? What if they are provided with health care at no cost to themselves? What if they have a representation in the governance of their city? Are all of those things to be tossed aside and burned? No. I suppose you're right in that, but... While well, safety is all well and good, the man who trades security for any lack of meaningful progress to 
make his mark upon history, will no sooner be forgotten, like the people, the lands of Taitha. My apologies, I'm remembering the name because my notes scrolled upwards instead of downwards. It didn't even save my notes. I had the name written down for the city. Completely fucked it up. <laughs> uh, All the same. With you, it makes sense. With your companions, I think they don't even understand what they are doing. With my journey that it has been with these friends of mine, I would call them now, Every day, every trial, every fracture is a learning experience, and with that, one never truly stays the same. With knowledge comes change, metamorphosis, and we grow from what was into something that will be later on. What that may turn into several points down the line, well, it's anybody's guess but my own. But if you you're so inclined to... I'm sorry, what? Do you know what I want to, like, she just fucking interrupts you. Mm. Sort of leans in with the mask a bit. Do you want to know what I want? Do tell. I want to kill everyone in this room. Okay, uh, let's cut to Oren. So, so as you were overhearing talk of the Great Wood, uh, what would you like to do? Uh, again, you can continue uh, discovering on Sandal. You could even try to get involved in the conversation. I would conversation. like to change my perspective to Tannhauser's problem. Okay, so, yep. And see how he's doing. Um, <laughs> Are you going to discover or try to get involved in the conversation with the gnome? Uh, quick question. Has Tannhauser engaged in conversation yet? Because I think he's still outside of that. No, I haven't. I haven't spoken yet. Cool. Um, Orn would like to at least sidle over. Okay. And basically come over and uh, before Tannhauser engages, he will tug Tannhauser's clothing and go like, uh, try to be out of earshot of people as he whispers and goes, Mr. Tannhauser. The, the one who ran us all over and killed us. He's on the balcony over there. And Oren will point to the door. Uh, that's on the side there of the piano passageway. And he goes like, he's near a ledge, Mr. Tannhauser. Holy shit! <laughs> oh, and I have wings. Mr. Tannhauser. No way. How fascinating. God damn it. You all play fucking Baldur's Gate 3 and you think you can solve it. What the fuck does? God damn it. <laughs> it's hopeless. And, and if Tannhauser looks at Oren's eyes, he, uh, he, uh, he is all John fucking Wick expression. He's like, I don't need to talk to anyone, Mr. Tannhauser. All I want is a distraction. How uh, high off the ground are we on this building? Like two stories. Mm. Two stories? I'm That's just enough trying... to crack someone's neck. Yeah. 
If we're two stories. But you don't know, because like, you know where this building is, but like looking out where that balcony is, there could be a far larger drop. Well, yeah, why are we in the shortest building in Outset? No, yeah, you're not. No, 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 no. <laughs> when I say like you're, you're, you're on the second story of a building you walked into. Now from that balcony, that could be overlooking a section that like goes down. You didn't really have a good vertical angle to look down from where you were. I'm just, I'm thinking, right? I get pushed out of a building. I misty, or no, I don't miss. I, well, I use my magic teleportation thing, or I use my grappling hook. Orin's got his wings. Baldrick, if I pushed you out of a building, how would you try to survive? Uh, I'd have to throw an explosive at the ground and hope that the bat, the backdraft coming off of that can slow my fall right, a bit. You would I don't die. have much. Vina, how would you try to survive? Fuck you. <laughs> How would well, I you're, try to if survive? You're falling off a skyscraper, and you're throwing an explosive when you hit the ground. Like that's like that's the goal we're looking for. Is we're looking for an endless chasm of death. I, uh, yeah. I mean, if I if I if I was this this dude, uh, I'd probably try to grab onto whatever balconies there are because there are probably a bunch. Oh, but pushing someone requires strength. Not necessarily. A uh, big enough blast. Well, acrobatic. It would require athletics, and I have a strength of 10. I have 5 plus uh, 11 to oh athletics. Oh, man. Oh, man. Let's have, like, a really cool socializing encounter where they can... I was... I listen. Up. Our local Birdman has has offered me violence. <laughs> I didn't come up with this. I've idea. been enjoying the social encounter, but if we want to interrupt it with violence, we can. I'm I'm it's, considering uh, it. Here's the thing: we're not going to violence immediately. We we eventually maneuver our way after all of these discussions, and then we eventually get to where he's positioned that's, with the sub action. Well, well, let's stow throwing people off of the balcony for a little bit. Later. Fucking shove action! Yeah, yeah. Orange <laughs> just letting him know that he's like, Mr. Tanhauser, if there's a chance. I would like to take it, but if not, I want to. I want to remember his face because I didn't get a good look of it last time. Orin, my boy, you know I never say no to a good extrajudicial killing. We will see what we can do. Hold on, I'm getting a phone call real quick. <laughs> One second, Mr. Mr. getting the a police. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> the police know what we were doing. They they heard yeah, the keywords. This is... This was the Dark Urge campaign the whole time. <laughs> hey, chat, everyone say hi to FBI agents who are listening to us. Hello. <laughs> it's me. I'm the FBI agent. Every ah, campaign sure. was that not surprise me. a Dark Urge campaign. Uh, but, 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 or let's, like, let's Tannhauser know of that. And, um, and he will, and he'll just, and for, for my bit, I would like to look at the gnome as well, do some discovery while he's there, just to basically be okay. like, oh, let's, from from what he's talking about and stuff, what information can he give Tannhauser uh, just from an impression of him? Uh, and I was sure. roll perception. Uh, so you can give me perception or herbalism or plant lore. Uh, I only have plant lore, so uh -huh. I will do that because I imagine sorry. the DC will be a lot lower, so I'll do plant lore. Quite likely. Okay, that is 11 for a total of 21. Yeah, because if it um, isn't lower, there's no reason to roll it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's de it's definitely lower. Um, 
six. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, so you like as you've kind of like pulled Tannhauser slowly aside for this conversation, the 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 gnome Punkelkompt has taken no interest in either of you and is instead continuing to regale the people here with with more tales, um, and it is a success. So you're you're getting a bit more about this this alchemist. And you're, you're just hearing things like, and my next great invention was a cure for the common cough cold, at least for two days. And then it comes back, but that's okay, because you can take my extract again and it'll cure it. I Trust me, I know. And what you have to do is you just have to take these three pills and this vitamin and this concoction of a fizzy drink I made called fizz juice. Why is it called fizz juice? <laughs> Um, and Why he's, not? Go he's going on and having the, 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 these conversations and like you're, you're paying attention partly as this is happening, but something catches your attention very And you see, when I did my experiments with the rot out in the lands of the solitude, I learned much to keep our city safe. Ever seen cat's eyes dilate? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, down out, it's like, or it's just staring at him. <laughs> it's just. Hey, but but, uh, or... but you, you succeed the discovery, so you can ask me about a resistance, a background, a weakness, uh, or another skill, maybe, that would be useful to influence this individual. Yeah, uh, I would like to know, basically, what things, uh, how would you pamper him, basically, to make uh, the DCs easier for Tannhauser? Yeah, um, so Tannhauser already got that information last round. So that would be like talking oh, about like yeah, that would be like kind of buttering him up in terms of his own medical knowledge and knowledge of the rot. He seems to like constantly bring that up and respond positively when people acknowledge well, speaker, that. Well, what do you think would help you the most? Um, I think, uh, I guess what he doesn't like. Yeah, like pitfalls you don't want to fall into. Basically, that information. Yeah. It's like don't call him short yeah. or something, you know. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it could be it could be something really obvious, or it could be like this guy hates it when you're left-handed. I don't know. The this pitfall that us. you uh, you detect is all of his knowledge about like this, like like plants and alchemicals, is superficial. Like he's this alchemist extraordinaire healer medicine person, but like. He hasn't provided any proper details. Um, and in fact, you, you figure he might get really defensive if you start asking him about details. Yeah, or, or relates that to Tannhauser and... Uh... Oh, then he's a charlatan. <laughs> Perhaps we shouldn't spend any time talking to him. <laughs> He's clearly just a charlatan. Um, excellent. Uh, and with that, we we cut we cut to Baldrick and the Sausage Man. More help, um. All right. So you're uh, making me a drink. Is that it? I think I could mix a couple drinks in general. See what I can wow. recall from my college Whoa, days. Pretty cool. Ah. All I could do is, you know, some 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 babe bomb candy here, and uh, you know, it'd be the best day ever. Well, 
Sadly, we've already expended our uh, one allotment of making Odo feel uncomfortable, so uh, we kind of have to wait on that one. <laughs> what? Oh, God. Like, all right, quick, get Vina here. No. That's the joke, Jimmy. Uh, he's gonna... He's gonna petition the bartender for a number of uh, alcohols, and he's going to mix together something. Uh... Do I can I get a gauge as to what this guy might like in his drinks? Um, you think he likes something like simple but hard? All right, so something that'll be akin to like an old fashioned, I guess, something with very few ingredients, but is just like ah, make it with very strong liquor. Yep. And I guess I will make a crafting with that, yeah. Yeah. And I will use seasoned. Give myself a whopping plus 20. <gasps> My god. It's uh, pretty, pretty high. And I just got oh. higher at a 39. I was almost 40. Damn. There you go. Uh, describe the perfect drink that you uh, For this man, he strikes Baldrick as a man who's always looking for a very strong drink, but perhaps something that will will tantalize him a bit more. So he mixes him a cocktail that ostensibly sounds awful, but it actually is probably really good for him. It is a mixture of whiskey, a single big ice cube, and he takes an orange and salts it before putting it on top. And then he get passes that over to him. We're getting wow. drink. Wow, wow, you know, oh, wow, wow. Wow, no wonder you wear a bucket. Because if people could see your face, they'd want to hire you everywhere. You want to come work for me? You can come work for me. You know, I'm pretty good. I got a constitution. I got giant's blood in me. But, you know, it's okay. It's okay. I know it's intimidating. But if you want to come work for me, you can come work for me. No, thanks. I'm a little busy myself, but I wouldn't mind hanging. I wouldn't mind talking for a while with you if that's not an issue. I love talking. Talking's my favorite thing, you know. I could talk all day. I started here talking. That's what I did. And, and you know, taking over the meat market. Mm -hmm. So, what brought you to this kind of party, then? Oh, well, I got the invite from, from Sandal over there, and I figured someone, someone had to make sure he wasn't getting into trouble, you know? And you were the kind of person to stop him from getting into trouble? Oh, no, I just wanted to see it happen. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, I came I came from, from the Inheritor Lands originally, dealt in furs and leathers. Then I came here, and I grew up really in Rooks in my 20s. I see. So would you happen to know too much about Mr. Declan, or...? kind of like leans in what do you want to know how much am I allowed to ask him you can ask me a question um alright so Mr. Declan what exactly does he do that warrants such a an opulent party <laughs> nothing nothing 
He takes another sip from the, the fine cocktail. Yeah, nothing. You know, his parents died. Very tragic. Uh, something like 15 years. He was really young. His, his grandpa's the one who raised him. So he got all the inheritance from his parents because they passed it on to him. So he got a bunch of money. Now, most of the money, though, well, most of it's actually with his with his grandpa, Cademan. And Cademan's on death's door. Hasn't been seen in public in months. Months, huh? Yeah. It's some kind of illness. He's up, up in the family manor. Where might that be? I, I, I don't I don't know exactly where it is. Uh, something sacrimony, man. I forget the name of it. But uh, yeah, old man's been been there. He's been getting sicker like a dog. So, Cade, sorry, Sandals having this uh, this airship built because he knows he's gonna get all the money. I see. And the company he tends to keep in this regard is... He's just going to motion over to the uh, the Tyrant's Guild member, the uh, ostentatious-sounding huckster, the basically everyone around, and also motioning over to the absconded fucking perfect tight object in the crate. Well, I can tell you a bit more about that. Uh, and then we will cut to Tannhauser. Tannhauser. Alrighty then. So are you going to obviously continue to engage with Ponkelcomped, right? There's nothing I would love more than engaging with Ponkelcomped. In fact, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Um, even though he is transparently a huckster, he may have some connection to some of the research that's been going on. He might just be a, a front-facing uh, smart man. So I will approch him. Ponkelcomped, you are the... The great Ponkelcomped, thank you very much. He turns and puts, uh, like, one of his arms, like, on his hip. Forgive me, great one. I've traveled long to find you. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Roadmaster Killwright. I represent the legions of foreign armies, mostly in accordance with the Golgothan Dominion. I've heard tale that you are researching a new elixir to cure the rot. Is that true? Oh, that's right. Are you here to make an investment? Oh, I love investors. You're the best kind of people. We would adore to invest. Our armies are often racked by the rot, often brought forward by spewing founts of earth and blood. We require your means to our means. Therefore, I have been, ad I have been advised on authority of Lord Golgotha himself to learn where we might invest and where we might obtain samples. Have no fear if they are not fully complete. We have a disposable slew of test subjects. And, uh, skill I'd you like want to use influence here. Oh, lore uh, warfare, please, since I am posing as a, uh, a general in an army in which I have likely spent a fair amount of time. Yeah. I, you can certainly try that skill. Let's rock. That will be a 31. Uh, you can tell he's, he's like nodding along with you and he's like, oh yeah, very, uh, legions. Yeah. Oh, legions need, need heal. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and he's like like nodding and like go, kind of going along with your your dis- description of, of Golgothan, uh, you know, military requirements and ne- and you know needs. It's just like oh. Ab, ab, we can get as much elixir as you have mouths and orifices. Oh, we got you. Um, it's but we're going to need... Hmm? It's in a state of completion. Oh, we're so... Cl- y- you know, just just a little... Maybe a few weak months more and we're going to be wow, off the off the production line, as I say. You know, thanks to the Declan family's uh, strong support for my efforts over the past several months, things are going to change soon for the better in this city. I don't care about your putrid city, but your oh. genius, surely, yes. That is what appeals to me. Oh, really? But of course, for eons we have beseeched all forms of sorcerers and medicinal mm, shamans. Even the Black Papacy is incapable of curing this dark ailment. But you, you found a solution. A solution we are most interested in. Where might, where might we meet with you and pick up your elixir and as well intermingle with your findings? Uh, well, you can find me in my private office in the Medics Guild Administration Building in the Bishop's Blaster. Uh, I have a lovely secretary. Her name is Charlene. She takes all sorts of appointments. Um, you want to go talk to Charlene? She'll get you. But don't worry if you got money. Oh boy, top of the top of the pile, top of the pile. I assure you, Ponsor Comp, we have exactly what you are owed. Thank you. And with that, I will excuse myself. All right, and as 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 we kind of like uh, have have this uh, this continued exchange of things, um, I'm going to uh, say after the the first sort of half hour of like going about talking, um, all of you manage to briefly excuse yourselves from your ongoing conversations. Just take a little a little moment for all of you to just reconvene. Uh, Odor, are you back, by the way? Oh, I am back. Okay, good. Um, and so, yeah, so all of you, like, have a little polite chance to to reconvene by the doorway uh, once again, just to sort of chat and, and update one another to, to the situation here. I want to kill a guy. Don't. I want to kill somebody. No. Oh. All right. But he read us all over the chainsaw car. Like, Orin will relay this to everyone that he he see he saw the guy on the balcony. The the person who helped assisted in the murder of Vena. Yes. If it helps you feel better, Orin. The person, our tyrant skilled friend, wants to kill everybody in the room. They also know exactly who we are. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Her power went out. Oh no. That would also no. mean speaker's power went out. Uh, we can end it there. I mean, it is 7.30. You know yeah. what? That's a great place to end. As, 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 as soon as the mention of the, the chainsaw car hegemon is made, the power goes out. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, oh! It was driven through the building. 
<laughs> in real life. Oh no! Too much faith. Too much faith made it manifest. Never do faith builds. Never do faith. Builds. All right. Never. Never. All right. So with that, thank you all so very much, everybody. Hope everyone had an absolutely wonderful time with this episode. We're going to do a lot more role playing. Get to see what everyone's doing. And uh, because uh, some of our cast members have disappeared due to power issues. Uh, we'll basically just kind of end it a lot, a little bit, or a little bit faster than this is. But please, uh, please go follow everybody here on social medias, and also please go take a uh, look. I think um, a lot of the players here, I'm not in it, uh, nor nor is Thurston involved. Like we're not in in for it. But uh, please go check out uh, on Afflebus's, uh channel and stuff uh, on their Patreon stuff. They've been doing a World of Darkness thing, so please go give them a shout out and stuff. And please go say hey, like good job over there. They're working real hard on that type of stuff. So on, on their stuff. But of course, if you really like the stuff that we do and really want to help us out, you know, help pay the bills, help get the lights on in our house uh, at patreon.com forward slash narrative declaration, you can help us along because tomorrow we're going to record our first uh, Starfinder little adventure. It's going to be a short adventure uh, where we're going to get all that going. So appreciate everyone's support over there. Love you all so very much. Hope you guys have an amazing time. And we'll see you all next time for another exciting episode of Rock Grind. So long, everybody. Yeah, Hope everyone yeah. has a wonderful time. Ooh, see you guys. Yeah. So long. Yeah. Farewell. Good evening, everybody. Take it easy, guys. See you next time. Goodbye. See you next time. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.